All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on back for another brand new episode of the Cinema Lords podcast. Episode number 18. And I am very excited for today's show. I've been excited all day for a few few different reasons. First and foremost, I had an absolutely abysmal weekend that really just sucked like my will to live right out of me. Just right out of me. Real depressing. Portuguese broke his heart. Yeah, yeah. And then Tom, and then it was the, the bookie. It was a lot. Ooh. So I'm happy to just be able to come in here with you guys and just chop it up with my boys about some stuff that actually I enjoyed and I did like. That's, you know, I'm going to turn my mood right around. Get a little bit of a, a little bit of therapy. So first, I'm excited for my, my mental health, basically. Second of all, I'm excited because we got, while we have some recognizable faces and voices tonight that you guys have all heard and seen before, we've never had this trio together before, which excites me. Some, a, new, a new team in the, in the building it. tonight. I'm excited for that. For those of you guys watching on YouTube, you can see the third reason I'm excited. We got the the uh, the return of Ladue tonight. I'm back, baby. That's good right. to be back. Feels good. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a couple, uh, almost two months, I think, since the last time <sighs> we had him on. And then uh, the last reason I'm excited is because this is uh, a, the last show before a, kind of a sort of a little bit of a break for us. This is going to be our last regular uh, weekly episode. Next week, we will be doing an episode that's going to be our Christmas episode, so that one's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be more like a Halloween episode. It's not going to be like what we do week to week. And then the week after that is the holiday season in between Christmas and New Year's, so I think we're going to be taking that week off, uh, just kind of recharge the batteries and stuff, and then come to you guys clean 2023 with a fresh show and, you know, nice, nice little bit of energy, you know what I'm saying? So I'm so- looking forward to a little bit of time off. I mean, unless something crazy happens, maybe we'll pop in here for 20 or 30 minutes to talk about it. If something absolutely outrageous happens in the world, then yeah, maybe we'll break in. News. Yeah, maybe we'll pop in. But otherwise, I think we're going to be on a nice little hiatus aside from the uh, the Christmas show. So I'm excited for a little break. Um, but tonight we have a big show for you guys before before we go to, before we get to that break. Uh, we have a lot to dive into, as always. We are going to be continuing our conversations that we've been having uh, the last few weeks about 1899 and White Lotus. Uh, I wrapped up 1899. Luke did a couple weeks ago, but he's been waiting on me. I finished that up, so we have a lot to dive into on that. White Lotus Season 2 wrapped up, so we got a lot to dive into on that. Like I said at the beginning, we got Ledoux back, so there's a lot to catch up with on him. A couple trailers, and then we also, all three of us, checked out Amsterdam, which was on uh, HBO. We all checked that out this weekend, so that's how we're going to be kind of finishing off the show tonight is with a nice little Amsterdam review. Uh, Before we start diving through topics, though, on the ones and twos. You guys know him very well at this point. He's been my partner in crime now for the last five, six, maybe seven weeks in a row. On the a aficionado roll. of Westeros, Mr. Lukey Klein. And baby, what's going on, pal? Doing well, doing well. I, I do love that that's my official title. I don't think I've addressed that yet, but I appreciate the love and the endorsement. Uh, it just the, rolls the endorsement. off the tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aficionado of Westeros. Yeah, I think it's, it feels, feels official. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a great show. I'm pumped to have Ledoux here. Uh, our boy Seth is on a cruise right now, killing Seth it. Seth and Los. And Los. I know, yeah. the whole whole team. Thanks for the invite, boys. <laughs> Just kidding, they did invite us. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hope they're having a good time and listening to us sure. uh, in the morning here. And for excited sure. to get into some good stuff here with Ledoux. Uh, thanks for having me again, as always. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, and then, like I said, my co-host for this evening, the first time he's been back here in a while, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ledoux. What's going on, pal? How are we doing? It sure has. It sure has. We have a lot to get it. A lot to catch up on. A lot to catch up on. 
Luke, if you don't mind, just scroll down a little bit on those levels there, because that one's, I know, frozen for some reason, but the other ones are jumping. All right, I'm just going to trust it, because it was recording earlier. I think there's just some kind of malfunction that keeps happening. But I think we're all set. All right. Yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't know if what we should do. It's a tough call. Hmm. Click that little settings cog right to the, yep, right there, hit properties. Hmm. Be a real shame not to do that intro again. Microphone Yeti. No, that should be good. Whose mic is that though? Check, check, check. It's, uh, I think it's the dude's mic. Probably do. My mic? Yeah. Just click that uh click this right in. that it's stuck at like a mid-range instead of at zero yeah no his mic seems like it's frozen actually luke if you don't mind right where your right foot is yeah uh the top wire the top one There's yeah a... right there unplug that the one that's leading out to you or the one that's leading towards the dude yeah unplug that plug it back in Bring that a little back up. It's moving, baby. All right. Let's just keep an eye on that <coughs> little malfunction there. Let's Working. just reintroduce my co-host this evening. Like I said, if you guys haven't heard him yet this evening, because we had a little little slight malfunction there. Uh, you guys might not have seen him for a while. First time on the show in a couple months, Mr. Ledoux. Ledoux, what's going on, bud? What's going on? It's good to be back. <laughs> good to be back. Take slight, two. Slight malfunction. Yeah, slight <laughs> malfunction. It's, hey, it's the first. We, we've had very, very few hiccups with this show goes, so I can't ever get too stressed out when things go awry at this point. I kind of just try to roll into it, and it seems like we're already good. So, Work on your editing now. See if we can chop up, chop up the yeah. video. You, you know? know what, Luke? You might not be wrong. That might be a time for me to start elevating my skills in that level. You might, it's a good call. <laughs> This is why, you know, I had a partner originally that was supposed to be more tech savvy than I was. I was supposed to be the talker and I was supposed to have a tech guy. And uh, I'm not going to point any fingers, but we know who I'm talking about. We could have used you sometimes. <laughs> Bill Adu, it's been a while. <laughs> we, uh, we were with you very regularly when you we were doing the House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power and even some She-Hulk as well. But now it's been a little bit since we talked to you, so we yeah. have a lot to get into yeah. with you. I know. You guys have been busy over here. I've you been sure busy, have. too, though. I almost got banned. <laughs> you did. Actually, we're going to get into that, because yeah. me and you have been talking about how we're going to work you into the show again now that the shows have ended, and I think we found our niche. Yep. So um, Stuff I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> classics. We're going to be a new segment. We're going to be getting into it tonight. Classics <clears throat> we'll do, I think. Um, I before we start diving into topics, I want to kind of just start off real quick with a couple of things that I've been doing regularly. First off, we are still on the race to 100 YouTube subscribers. So if you are someone that listens on Spotify or iTunes, or if you are on YouTube and you're watching us and you haven't taken the time to make an account, or you haven't taken the time to just go and smash the subscribe button right below us right here right now, all you have to do is hit that button. That's it. No questions asked. You're instantly entered into our giveaway contest. The first uh, first 100 YouTube subscribers to our channel going to be entered into a nice little raffle. And the winners are going to get a $40 AMC gift card. Courtesy of me, courtesy of the show, just because you guys are listening. So it's the easiest thing that you can ever do. Consider it a Christmas gift to me at this point. It's that easy. Subscribe to the channel. Let's get those numbers up because that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get the show bigger. 
We've been doing it for a while now, and uh, it's, it's time to start seeing some growth because I think we're doing a good thing here. I, I keep getting feedback from people, and they keep saying good things. I want this show to grow. You know what I'm saying? We're putting in a lot of work here. It's, it's, time to, it's time to get this show rolling. You know what I'm saying? So if you haven't already, please go do that. Like I said, 100 subscribers on the YouTube page, $40 AMC gift card. Easy peasy. Uh, the second thing I wanted to mention, 25 days of Christmas, still on the way. If you go to our social media channels, if you're looking for a holiday movie to check in on this year, if you don't know what to watch, looking for something new, go to the social channels, 25 days of Christmas. I started off good last week, Luke. I mentioned it to you guys last week. I was doing so good. I fell off this week. I don't know if it was the depression from the weekend or what, but boy, I fell off. I only got one, one of the movies in this week, not even on the right day. I mean, that is a lot of Christmas. It is a lot of Christmas. Yeah, every day. I guarantee you, though, I'm going to mention it next week when we come in here for this uh, for the, the Christmas show. And I'm going to, at that point, because I think we're going to record later in the week as well. Uh, we'll probably, I, I was thinking maybe uh, we'll talk to you, but we're also going to be having a new guest for that Christmas show, which is part of the announcements as well. I want to talk about the Christmas show a little bit next week. A, number one, it's going to be recorded a little bit later in the week than normal. Normally we record on Tuesdays, upload on Wednesdays. I'm thinking, if all parties are cool with it, record on Thursday, upload on Friday morning. That way, I feel that's probably going to be an easy day for everybody at work. You know what I mean? They can throw that shit on. Then you got the holiday weekend. People have plenty of free time on Saturday morning, probably wrapping gifts on Christmas Eve and stuff like that. Good time for them to toss it on. You know what I mean? Perfect. And then the second thing I wanted to mention is we got a new face coming to the podcast for the Christmas show. Might be someone that you guys have recognized. Might be a new face for some of you guys, but definitely new to the show in general. I'm very excited for that. It's gonna be me, Lukey, and a uh, a nice a nice new fresh face for you guys for our Christmas show. Luke, I'm excited. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm excited for this Christmas show. I think it's gonna be a oh, good yeah. time. Are you, are you keeping it a secret? Are you? I'm gonna hold back the, the name. The, the name. Oh, we're like gonna that. keep a secret okay. until uh, till the show time. Keep it a secret. Nice, right. Yeah. I was ready to give a shout out, but I'll hold. I'll mystery guest. Mystery. Yeah. Guess. Mystery guest. That's right. Yeah. Mystery guest. But <clears throat> excited to get some fresh blood in the air. Like I said, I was ex- excited to get a new team of guys in here. We tried to do this show once before. I think uh, was it Luke? You got sick, right? Um, yeah. yeah, I missed one. Missed one round. There you go. Yep. That's what it was. But yeah, we've tried to get this team together before, and uh, we're finally doing it tonight. But like I said, twenty-five days of Christmas. Go check that out on our social channels if you're looking for a movie to watch. Christmas show next week. Probably be on the lookout for it Friday morning. Got to talk to our third party, but as uh, as long as he's good, Steph's going to be our producer again for that night, and we're going to have a nice, nice, fun Christmas show for you guys. I think it's going to be a real good time. Looking forward to that. Yeah, producer Steph too. Don't sleep on that. That's another big, big feature. Big nope. feature. She did a great time. She did a great job last time. I agree. Strict friggin' rules. I was already saying strict friggin' rules in the doors. The the cats will not be allowed in after the catastrophe that was almost a Halloween show and almost losing our entire show because the cats yeah. hit the power switch. <laughs> yeah, that will not be happening again. They will be uh, uh, outside. One more try, maybe down the road. My God, man! What a that was. I can't handle that. Not at Christmas. It's saved. It's saved. Thank God. <laughs> uh, but let's get into our topics. Let's start off with our with our uh, co-host here this evening. Ladu. We haven't seen him in a while. Like I mentioned earlier, the last time that we talked to you was very regularly. We were, you know, diving through all these Rings of Power and House of the Dragon recaps. No, nope. I know that they ended a couple months ago now, but just kind of give me your thoughts as far as you know, Rings of Power, House of the Dragon. Did you like the finales? Did you like how they ended? How how do you feel? Maybe how they ranked up against one another? Did you prefer one to the other? What, what do you? Ah, uh, so personally for me, I liked Rings of Power better. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was just because you know I love Lord of the Rings. That, that's uh, they haven't really put anything out 
content-wise in a long time. So, um, yeah, Ring, Rings of Power. Yeah, yeah, the Hobbit movies do not measure up to the uh, <laughs> the original trilogy. But, um, no, I liked it. I liked the finale a lot. Uh, I liked the finale a lot. Rings of Power. I thought I thought the finale was excellent. I thought the season overall wasn't perfect, but I liked how they wrapped it up. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that coming out. What's that? The next year? Yeah, they already. Sh- I know it's going to be ahead of House of the Dragon for sure. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I mean, it but makes sense. Okay. Um, my personal thoughts, Bob. I feel I feel I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good to hear because I think I'm looking forward to that a little bit more than I am House of Dragon. House of Dragon. I liked it. I thought the uh, final episode, the finale, was good. wasn't great. I thought it was more of just like another episode almost. Um, Hard to agree. <clears throat> there wasn't there wasn't anything like crazy about it. I don't know if the uh, the shine of Game of Thrones has worn off for me a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say the shine. I guess, but it just um, like I Lord uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power was just like a little switch up that I felt like I kind of needed. You know, yeah. I, we've we've kind of done the the Game of Thrones thing. Um, still, I still think it's an excellent show. Uh, but Rings of Power, I thought overall, I enjoyed that season more than I did House of Dragon, and definitely the finale. I, the finale, but, yeah, yeah, Rings of Power. I thought they knocked it out of the park. So. Um, I mean, I think yeah, with the majority of the show, I think for the most part, that's what we were kind of saying. We all said that uh, we we enjoyed Rings as well. I mean, when push comes to shove, yeah. I think Luke, what did <clears throat> you end up going with Dragons? Yeah, I picked I picked House of the Dragon because I was a little more uh, lenient on the the week finale. But it's it's a fair point. But I I just kind of like you guys know I've read the book, so yeah, I, I know the right yeah. it's heading. Yeah. So it's uh, I'm less worried about that. So I'm more excited for what's to come than like that's a good point. Thinking they're letting me down. It's a good point. It's a good point. But uh, but no, both were awesome. I, I loved Rings of Power as well. Yeah, uh, I thought Rings did a great job. I really did. I, I was very so. very. I think I said it to you a couple times, but I was wildly impressed with your knowledge as far as uh, Lord of the Rings and yeah. all that knowledge goes. There was a couple times where you dropped stuff. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize. Academy, YouTube Academy, YouTube Academy. Get your notebook out, scribble yeah, down exactly. the notes, write it down. But uh, but no, I thought Rings of Power was excellent. I thought, like I said, House of Dragons had a good season. I think Luke's right. I think there's a lot more to come. I think season one oh, for that show uh, was setting up a lot of things. Uh, but I think you could say the same thing about Rings of Power. Obviously, you know, there's a couple things that are. Uh, um, gonna be happening in season two. So, uh, yeah. Overall, how did you feel about the? We went back and forth a few times on Hall Brand. How did you feel about the reveal finally? Hall, uh, uh, Hall oh, I liked it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed we went it. Back and forth. Yeah, we we thought he wasn't, and then uh, that. I mean, obviously, they you could start telling like as the episode was. Uh, they did a good job with it. I I agree. Yeah, I, I thought, think us going back and forth is actually proof of that. The right. Yeah, that we were yes, questioning. No, it. Like, there's yes. no way. I think after one of the episodes, I came in and we were both like, yeah, there's, there's no there's way, no way yeah, this yeah. is him. But um, but no, I thought yeah, I thought it was a good uh good the way they did it. I liked how they kind of uh, you know finally revealed them. Um, I'm hoping though. I think we were talking about this uh, that he's not like one of those um kind of like the half and like we don't. I want like a an evil. Sour. Full blown. Yeah, 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 I just gotcha. no, no and real like sh- uh, anti-hero shit. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, no, no like form. exactly, exactly. I, I don't want any of that, and uh, hopefully they don't do that. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, I liked how they revealed them. I, yeah, I thought that was interesting. The other big reveal was uh, again another thing that we <clears throat> had up in the air a few times. I was big on. I was hoping that it was going to be Saruman. Oh yeah, uh, we found out that the the trap was it the trap not the traveler. 
Medium stranger. Man. The stranger. <laughs> stranger. Yeah. Medium man. There yeah, you go. Medium yeah. man. That's yeah. it. Uh, Gandalf ends up being, you know, Gandalf the Grey, Gandalf the White. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think they've confirmed it yet. But I I mean I don't think there's any way they can make that another character. Yeah, nah, uh, money wise, marketing wise, I think that's always follow you. Yeah, knows the exactly. Whole thing. A couple cues to the uh, the original trilogy. So I, I think that's probably Gandalf. I'm excited. I'm happy about that too. I was um, I, I that. Like specific um, little nod to the audience. I, I actually loved that because I thought it was a great scene with him and Nori when she decides to leave the tribe, kind of to go with him. Yes. And then he's literally just like, all right, we're heading to, um, I can't think of the name of the, the land that they head into there. It was a roar, lore. Friggin', oh, there's uh, no way I can I remember that. <laughs> now, but you know, they're traveling to that land. Yep. They say that's where you're going to get all your knowledge and shit. And he's like, all right, where are we going to go? And she's like, I have no idea. And he's just like, that way and she's like you sure he's like you always follow your nose like, yeah oh yeah, shit yeah, exactly. that was a little Leonardo nod DiCaprio gift big yeah time right there. that's it yeah. that's it big time um but yeah i thought uh i thought that was excellent how they did that and i think uh that's a good little storyline in and of itself a little background as to why he's so um you know friendly i guess the hobbits with the hobbits and, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure oh yeah for sure with them so um yeah, I like I said, I enjoyed both both seasons, both shows. I liked Rings of Power a little bit more, but uh, yeah, I, I did too. Both definitely worth the watch. Yeah, I both. thought so too. I thought it just had more meat on the bone. I, I think that's the best way that I could describe it. They both did. Uh, I, I think Game of Thrones is known for their storytelling, so I would say the actual storytelling in Thrones is a little bit crisper and a little bit cleaner and stuff like that. But I feel like just as far as all around everything that it had, both shows looked really great and stuff like that. I, I think. There was just a little bit more of that meat on the bone, like I said, for for the for the Rings of Power. Yeah, I agree. A few I more agree. scenes that got my heart. Racing. Rings of Power had those like there were a couple janky scenes, and there were just some weird things they did throughout the season. But like you said, I think overall there was just more meat, a little more bang to their yeah. buck, you know. So. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for both. Gladriel yeah. uh, was fucking awesome. Yeah, she was awesome. Like a character like we, we we talk about. We're all huge fans of the Lord of the Rings series. Like a character that is a total second thought, like an afterthought. Yeah, in the, the, in the original trilogy, trilogy, you know trilogy exactly. And now we see her. She's you know front page. She's a headliner, and and she's awesome. She yeah. kicks ass. She's no, she fucking, does. She's a she's badass actually, queen guy. regent too. I thought she the um the queen regent. I, I thought know, she Norman. was. A, yeah, I thought she Look, played eight, two months after it. I, I still got it. Bang, baby. Good Locked pull. In. Good pull. Locked in. <laughs> Way better than two weeks ago. Oh, but, uh, but no, I thought, yeah, all the casting I think was pretty good. I, th- I guess they changed a couple actors for season two. I thought I oh, saw sure. um, okay. the other evil guy there. I forget his name already. From this show? Yeah. Uh, the guy from, from Normia? The guy who was like the, poli- like the political guy? No, the guy that they thought was Sauron at first. He says, I'm not. Oh, yeah. the, other, the, the elven guy. The yeah, elven the elven there. guy. I can't think of his name. Ooh, I can't think of uh, Adar. Adar, Let's yeah. Oh, <laughs> baby, come on locked now. In. He's locked Put in. Put board, baby. I'm going to go. It's ready. I'm ready. Um, I, heard, I heard they changed that actor, but uh, I, haven't, okay. I haven't read or seen anything on it. So um, we'll have to see. But, uh, but yeah, I thought both were excellent. You know, yeah. so looking forward to season two. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I am too. We're definitely going to be breaking those down eventually. <clears throat> yeah, long live this show, the Cinema Awards. Yeah, I had a question to run by you. Um, what do you go for? Me? Just, uh, just thinking about how um, it's kind of weird that a lot of the like bad reviews almost have come from some of the biggest Tolkien fans. It seems like I don't know if you you come across that stuff. Uh, but, like people who are like mad about what they did with the story. Like I don't know, according to. I'll go after uh, the dude, but I have some tad into this. Um, I, don't know, I don't know if you came across <clears throat> that or if you took any of it personally. Like, like, I know Gandalf technically isn't supposed to be around then. Like, that doesn't make sense with the lore. And then 
I guess they changed Gladriel's character a lot from what she was like mm. during that time, I guess. Um, yeah. I, things uh, that I personally don't care about, but I wasn't sure if, if it bothered you at all. Yeah, no, it definitely, I'm not like, I'm pretty open to, you know, however you want to st- tell the story as long as it's a good story. So there was yeah. nothing that over, like they were, I saw some things uh, like you were saying, um, like I guess Token wasn't a huge fan. Like he never really talked about blood or anything. And like, I don't think there's really too much blood in Lord of the Rings as far as I yeah. can remember. Just but like uh, black orc yeah, there's a lot of like stabbing in this. This is pretty gory in this show. And uh, I saw some people like complaining about that, That's but um, nothing that I really like, I don't, I would prefer to see Gandalf than some random blue wizard you know what i mean just yeah. yeah just just uh characters i guess i've i've got a little more uh skin in the game for me than just some random new story it's a new story in and of itself so i'm enjoying that and they're also I, i'm a i'm a sucker for you know fan callbacks so, yeah, yeah, yeah you know if you're gonna give that to well, me not, especially if in. they actually make sense yeah and, and they do it oh, well yeah no, they have like, they absolutely yeah have. so yep. I, I yeah i'm a sucker for that stuff. there was no like there was no <laughs> fan service in this show that didn't make and rings of power that didn't make sense right you know right i know some people like luke was saying some of the lore like the actual way the books Changing are written you, yep. like how i think you were saying the similarian or uh no the um what's the metal see i can't think of anything now the uh mithril the mithril I think that story about the Bullrog striking the the elf on top of that mountain and it yep, shoots yep, yep. in. I think like that's not like that's not real in the right. token lore. Oh yeah, yeah I guess so. That. Yeah, yep. so like I know people were like super upset about that, but it's just I don't care. It's just a cool Same. little story. It's a good way to I think at least you know tell the story. I guess whether it's true or not, I think that's a good way to sort of film it and and put it in a show rather than you know. You're yeah, gonna no, get I super technical and stick to the script. You know? Yeah. So I think from everything that I've gathered, I mean, just from I, I mean, I've read the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. I've spent too many hours on Reddit. And I spent too much just time on general social media. The Tolkien, the Tolkien heads are—they're just one of those fan bases. They're like a lot of the Star, like the majority of the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, the Star they're Wars. They're unpleasable people, right? Yeah, like they want like a carbon fucking fiber copy of, of what, what, what was written. Yeah, and it's just something that's just unrealistic because at that point, you're, like these people, there's no create. Like you have to give these people some creative freedom to. They're using lore with their own ability to tell stories, and they're intertwining to create a new story. Right. Basically, you know what I'm saying. So I think they're just I mean, an unpleasing. It's a made-up story. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a it's a, a made-up story. Yeah. So you know, I right. saw this. One of the things I saw that Luke mentioned was the Galadriel thing. I saw yeah. people complaining about like basically they said that Galadriel's character never be driven on revenge and vengeance and stuff like right. that. Right. And I'm like, okay. While it did seem like that, and maybe the first even like six episodes, by the end of it, she was already kind of coming full circle through all of yeah. that and turning into the character that we know. Right. So it's just like, why don't you guys just have like the tiniest bit of patience? Exactly. Maybe we'll get there and we'll see exactly what you want to see. Like maybe there's just a little bit more story to be told than what you guys are talking about. And in the meantime, in the meantime, while she's not the character that you think she's supposed to be, she's still being a badass. Right. She had plenty of scenes that were awesome and totally likable and just like all right maybe she's not exactly how i want her to be right even though eventually she might become it she's still cool in her own right right now yeah they can't like their brains can't facilitate no, all that. well and i think that well, makes it a little more relatable to people too like you, you know, know you know Ledoux. at the same time though i just said all of that i hate to be a hypocrite i was also the same person that at like i think i was probably like 17 years old i came home after the midnight showing of the half-blood prince yep. for harry potter <laughs> And I was up till like five in the morning on the message boards, just like screaming at people about how bad of a movie it was. 
<laughs> I was now I watch it all the time that because I've be just it. adapted. Yeah, I was oh say. my god, man! <laughs> Let me tell you, there was a point there that night where I was just like, they took out the whole book and they threw it in the trash. <laughs> this movie's terrible. The fact that you liked it makes it dumb. Oh, I awesome. was losing my mind. I was losing my mind. I, I was up like five in the morning, just pounding away on my keyboard. Doesn't seem like you, to be honest. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh my god! My favorite uh, book turned into a movie, and it the first time I hated. It. Now I love it. Actually, now I watch it. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I know it's not what I want it to be, but it's yeah, too close coach. to something. It's a long which book. Is kind of what I was hitting at last week with The Last of Us. I hope I'm not too close to it. That's what I'm just praying. I don't want to oh, be boy. too close to it. I don't yeah. want to be too close. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones hurt once they stopped following the stuff they changed. Yeah. 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 But. And they, they changed some stuff in House of the Dragon, too. They changed ages and timelines. and They gotta. Yep. A little creative so, freedom. It's it, liberty. That's how you gotta do it. Like you yeah. said, it's no, more I about the, the show than like honoring yeah, yeah. the source material. Book is one way of telling a story. You got someone else making a, a show or a movie and telling it their way. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We hire these guys for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but from there, let's go to one of the next things that I was kind of talking to you about that I hinted at a little bit earlier. Now that these shows have wrapped up, we were trying to, me and you were talking. We were like, you know, I love having you on the show. You love being on the show. Love it. So we were kind of like, all right, how, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? You know, throwing ideas back and forth off the wall. And it turns out, we found out when we talked about Top Gun Maverick that you never seen the original Top Gun. So that was just one classic. Still have it. I thought that Still was on just, my list. Still I thought that was list. just one, yeah. I, just I thought that was just that. one, you know, one shooting style. I was like, all right, he's never seen Top Gun. No big deal. Turns out that you have not seen a lot of straight up cinema <laughs> classics i've got some work to do for sure i've been working though you can't say i haven't been you, yeah no you absolutely I've been working. have you, it seems like you've uh you've missed out on a lot i was talking to a buddy of ours sd yeah he was the one that told me about scarface the godfather goodfellas like, oh i've seen scarface oh, right. scarface i've seen all right I've all right scarface. all right i would like the record to show that please fair I've enough fair enough i'll take your word for it. it yeah but goodfellas i hadn't watched i haven't seen the two godfathers yet i haven't i hadn't seen taxi I love how driver you say the two good go- i love how you say the two godfathers because you absolutely skip that that's what i've heard so you know it's perfect um but yeah uh so i ended up taking care of that though we uh we switched that there's someone else out there who hadn't seen goodfellas either but they were they were keeping it on the law i'm not gonna i'm not gonna expose anyone but yeah but they they got it done too movies of all time quotable movies of all time it was incredible that's how i spent the uh the latter half of my day on thanksgiving i went to thanksgiving dinner went home watched goodfellas oh Perfect. Just put it on the list for Thanksgiving. You know that movies. does, in a way, yeah. feel like I don't know why, but that does have like a way of Thanksgiving vibe to me. Like the saying that, that sounds like a great Thanksgiving. It's the lights movie. in the in the club there, and that's what it is. Maybe. Those red lights. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but yes. So you checked out a couple of classics, which I think we're going to do. I think we're going to dive into not too much in depth, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. A couple of movie classics you yep. checked out. Taxi Driver. We'll start there. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Nineteen seventy six. Martin Scorsese directed. <laughs> Second project that him and De Niro have done, which ends up going on to be a long relationship. First one was uh, Mean Streets, 1973. Okay. Uh, this is the second project that they did together. And, I mean, this is this is De Niro dealing. De Niro I was just about to say. dealing in this movie. Yeah, so Seth had said, uh, you know, you got to watch both these movies, obviously. I watched Goodfellas first, That's and then I watched Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver was a, a completely different vibe. Completely oh, yeah. different vibe, oh, but it's a hundred. Scorsese's just he's just on another level. He is, you know, he's on another level. Um, 
the shots of of just him cruising through the streets, like going down, just filming the sidewalk, yeah, yeah filming yeah. everybody on the sidewalk, like the nightlife and Head just, of the game. yeah, exactly. He's just, oh, it was that I, making I, the city come to life. Ex- you know I mean? Oh, making perfect. the city like a character, basically. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed Taxi Driver. Definitely a little bit of a different vibe though than Goodfellas oh, for definitely, sure. Definitely. Um, you know, uh, I think me and my other buddy uh, Sethy D were talking just how that like the build up throughout that whole movie. Movie where you can feel it it's like it's just building and building mm-hmm. and building and then at the oh, yeah. end you know um it was just yeah I, I enjoyed it a lot i was happy i uh happy i finally got around to watching it so yeah um denaro crushes it scorsese's just like you said he's dealing he's, yep. he's on another level so this is one of my favorite de niro roles because this one's a little bit different for him it while he's still by the at the end of it he does become like you know the typical badass de niro yeah you know what i mean there's a there's a part in the beginning and the whole kind of middle where he's building to almost being the typical De Niro. You know what right. I mean? Almost like a, an introvert a little bit. He's a little bit unhinged. You find out you know he's a marine and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But they don't go too much into it, so you don't know if it's like a PTSD thing. But you know he's an insomniac. He's got some issues. Yeah. He's oh well. You can like it, you can feel it. Like it's a, like an anxiety just building yep. up throughout the whole movie, and he's just like he's just working out, just like thinking the craziest things are gonna lead him to where he wants to go, and just slowly, <laughs> slowly but surely, he just starts building up and building up, building up, and then. Yeah, it was it was an intense movie for sure. Goes full blown like Watchmen vigilante superhero type. Yeah, fucking shaves, grabs all the gats, fucking. Which the the buying the gun scene is awesome. I I love that scene. Guys just going through all the guns and he just keeps grabbing them and just putting them down in the briefcase. Like, yep. Yeah, I'll take yep. this. I'll take that. Yep. The Magnum. Yep. That was a crazy scene too, where I, I think he picks up like a midget or something. Is that guy a midget? Oh, the guy that wants to kill his wife? Yeah. He's not a midget. He's just a fucking just lunatic. Wicked, wicked sh- I thought he, for some reason, maybe it was just like how they were shooting him. But he looked super short. Oh, Nothing yeah. He might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of talks of that. So, yeah. Yeah. He I, just I don't like, think he, was a full, he wasn't like a... He might have just been a real short dude. All right. So, fair enough. And, again, nothing against midgets. But I just, for some reason, I, that caught my eye. But, um, but yeah, that scene was, like, crazy intense, too, where he's just sitting there. And De Niro really doesn't, like, when he's in the cab, he barely talks. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm the saying? He's asking him questions over and over. Like, you don't have to answer. Yeah, exactly. You don't have these asking. I'm going to kill my wife. Have you ever seen? He just says yeah. some crazy What do you think things. of me? What do you think of me? Yeah. Not the answer. Yeah. Um, but no, it was. I thought it was an excellent movie. I enjoyed it. Um, De Niro kills it. Yep. Scorsese kills it. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned this because I. So I. I had seen it. Uh, I've only seen this movie one time before, and it was. I don't know. It was in my phase where I was burning through oldies, so I was probably like 19, 20, something like that. So now it's, yeah, been, so it's nine, been nine, almost bit. ten years. So yeah. I haven't seen it in grip. And I, uh, I watched it literally today. I watched it, you know, right before you guys pretty much showed up, and it was the first time I dove into it. And I was like, you know. I, a lot of things I take away from this now that I didn't take away from it the first time. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch it um, because I'm obviously, you know, trying to pick up on every little thing that I can when I'm watching for the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's been recommended, but. Uh, but yeah, you you do pick up on a lot of stuff, and I feel like you just pick up on his energy, like that definitely that yeah. energy that he's got, not sleeping, driving around, and yeah, 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 yeah. you know. Uh, talking about just his days, his weeks, seven hours, six sometimes. Uh, he was like six days, uh, six days sometimes seven days, twelve shi- uh, twelve hour shifts sometimes fourteen hour shifts. Working like, the night, insane. going to every. They're always like the taxi drivers. Oh, you you go down there. He, so yeah, I'll drive. Anywhere. I'll drive anybody. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah. just I'll pick up anybody. Uh, one of the things that I took away from in the second showing that I didn't, I don't know, take away from the first time was that. So Jodie Foster's character, which Jodie Foster is going to, you know, go on to be a huge actress. Mm-hmm. She plays a 12 and a half. They say her she's 12 and a half years old. 
in the movie. She's 12 and a half years old, they say. And she's a prostitute. Yep. And I'm just like, like, this is absolutely, utterly, like, you know, gross, insane, just, like, yeah. beyond my brain can even comprehend. And, I'm, you know, I'm looking at Jodie Foster, and I'm like, all right, well, obviously, she's not, like, 12 and a half in the movie. So I pull out my phone, go to the little Google machine. Jodie Foster is 14 in this movie. I was like, huh? That's pretty wild. Cause I was like, she isn't even that. I was like, that's no, still was, young. Like, 18, like no yeah. 18 or 20. When, that's what I was I, thinking. You, you might, you, I don't know if you tweeted something, but I, it was the, or I might have looked it up on Wikipedia or something, just reading up on the taxi driver thing, and it was like, oh, it's a 12-and-a-half-year-old prostitute. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, I was thinking she's like 18, 20. You yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. At least in the movie. So, yeah, right. it's a little wild. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Like Twelve. And she plays a 12-and-a-half-year-old girl in the movie and she's 14 at the time and I was like holy shit and obviously because like I said the movie comes out in 1976 I wasn't familiar with all of the I mean don't get me wrong I'm pretty good with my Oscars history and stuff like that but she was actually nominated for a supporting actress role in this movie really I was like damn like supporting actress at the Oscars nomination she didn't win 14 years old I'm like that's fucking incredible obviously is you know what projected her career into what it eventually became but that's just crazy to me and then uh, even De Niro, I was just thinking, like, this guy, man, I, I want to know what De Niro, like, looked like when he was, like, 16. Because I bet he looked 30. <laughs> right. And this movie, he's, I, I looked it up. He uh, So in the movie, he's supposed to be 26. He at one point says, he's like, I'm 26 years old. And he's 31 when the movie was filmed. I'm like, dude, you are the oldest 31-year-old looking dude yeah. I've ever seen. I don't know if it's because <laughs> the 70s and maybe people aged a little bit worse and we got all this Botox and shit today. But I'm like, dude, you are the oldest-looking 31-year-old on the planet. You yeah. look better now than you did at 30, bro. I was going to say, you look like mid-30s in the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I mean? If I at saw least. him, I'd be like, yeah, mid, mid, that guy's in like yeah, mid-30s. Yeah, I would have said, said mid to late 30s. Yeah, mid to late 30s, said. yeah. Once he started getting paid, then he stopped aging. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Money will do that, too. Cosmetology is coming around, all yeah. that. Pulls a Tom Brady. Um <laughs> And then the other thing, which is now it's because I'm a show that I'm such a huge fan of. I'm not sure if either of you guys have even seen it, though. So this might go, this reference might go complete. You guys ever seen uh, You on Netflix? No. No? I haven't seen it. So, heard of it. As I was, this is a show that I watch all the time. It's just like I've seen it now like a bunch of times. So I, I, it's one of my feel-good show kind of things. But the main character monologues like the entire time, just like De Niro does in this movie. Yeah. So not only like does that instantly like draw a little connection in my head. But there's a couple scenes where De Niro starts talking to himself mid-monologue, just like the main character does in this show. Like, for instance, um, right after he meets his love interest for the ter- uh, for the first time, uh, was it Betsy? Yep. After he meets her for the first time, he's doing one of those little monologues, and he, he goes to say, you know, I, I, you know, whatever, I met her for the first time, I ordered this, she ordered that, and then he goes, Betsy, and he pauses, and then he goes, Betsy... Fuck! I forgot to get her last name. Like I gotta stop forgetting to do that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. continues on with the monologue. Yep. I was like, oh man, like that is ex- like he does that in in the U show okay. all the time. Yeah. It's so. almost like he's simultaneously talking to the audience and us and himself sa- uh, and himself yeah. at the same time. Well, De Niro's like journaling a lot in that, so it's like that's sort of how I just like yeah, yep. that's what he's doing. He's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that that connection was heavy, and then obviously just De Niro actually he's a, uh, in, in the in the U show the main character like just stalks girls the entire show basically, but De Niro obviously does a lot of a lot of stalking of girls too. So there's yeah. a, there's a few little calls here that you definitely stole from this that I like. Yeah, that's I didn't realize it now. You know what I'm saying? In right. hindsight, and all yeah, this I picked shit. up on it the second time watching it, and now yeah. that I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's definitely some shout outs to Taxi Driver. Yeah, like, I like in that show though. that I didn't pick up on until now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. Uh, 
I, I like when people I, do I'm that. glad that I watched it again because that man, like I said, De Niro's dealing in that movie. Man. He oh, different role De Niro for him. and like Scorsese. The yeah, first, yeah. just like the first scene where he's in the taxi. Uh, taxi cab, and he's going down the street, and he's talking about working overnight, and they're filming like all the people that are outside the club. All the and, animals come out. At yeah, night. all the animals come out at night. It yeah. was just like Scorsese's. This is you know, yeah. Chef's Kiss, right here from Scorsese. So yeah, to be uh, like I said, the second part of a the second part of a long relationship. These t- these two guys are going to do a lot of work, together, a lot of great work together. Which brings us to our next topic. Uh, like we do mentioned a couple times, Goodfellas. Uh, 1990, again, Martin Scorsese, uh, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. I mean, pretty much the ultimate mobster film. I mean, it really is. As much as I love The Godfather and The Godfather 2, they're very... It's a different side of life than what The Goodfellas side is kind of telling, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, The Godfather style is a lot more about the the life and the family. Whereas the God, but the Goodfellas side is a lot more like crime oriented and on the streets and the day to day operations. You know right. what I mean? Uh, so they're, they're, they're telling different sides of the same story. I think that the only movie to rival The Godfather in terms of a, a, a mobster movie is Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas, the movie I've seen 200 times. What did you make of it in your first sewing? Oh, it was excellent. The, the first the scene. Live up to I, it? Now, don't. So, just to preface, I have seen a bunch of scenes from that movie. I yeah. just never watched so front to back. It's on TV back. all the time. It is on TV all the time. But since Seth was saying you need to watch this, obviously, all the way through, yeah, I've been trying to avoid it, you know. And it's obviously better than TV edited and all true, that. True, true. Right, yeah, so, right. um,. But yeah, I mean the scene where he's sitting there talking and he's uh you know, he's blowing up the cars and he says the neighborhood kids even brought the groceries home for my mother's yep. for my mom one time. He's like, out of respect. I was I just like, All right, yeah, this is I like this movie a lot. <laughs> so uh no, I, I yeah, it was it was an excellent movie. Leota, the other scene where they're introducing everybody walking through the club and he's like, Ah, we got this guy here and he's like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah, two time Tony's like, Hey, yeah, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go here. Yeah, the so. kids scene at the beginning, the opening thirty minutes is great. Yeah. All excellent. the way through, right until when he gets out of the courtroom and they're all waiting for yeah. him. Yeah, like a fucking yep. hero from war. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, oh, you got pinched for the first time. It's yeah. like, oh, he's, oh, I thought you'd be pissed. They're like, nah, everybody gets pinched. You know, yeah. you didn't ride on your friends. You didn't, you know. Um, but yeah, Goodfellas was, uh, it was a great movie. I loved it. Uh, Rayleigh, we just said uh, De Niro dealing in, ca- well, De Niro is great in this movie too. De Niro dealing in taxi driving. He's great in Goodfellas too, but Ray Liotta is. When he's mixing the sauce, he's man. mixing the sauce, but he's also telling you about what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, all yeah. coked out. He's like, yeah, so yep. I have to go back to my house at 1130. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make sure I stirred the sauce for 20 minutes and make the meatballs. He's doing the meatballs all while, all yeah. while he's trying to. Helicopters flying. Yeah, helicopters over. flying. He's all coked out. He's driving. He's looking at the helicopter. And, and this is all while he's trying to do a deal. And he's talking about making the sauce and yeah. this and that. So, uh, but you know the girl that he's banging is right the side piece. So you, I know you know her. I do, I do know her. Yeah, she's, uh, um, she's Vinny Chase's publicist yes, in Entourage. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I knew, I knew she. There was a. There's another one in there that I recognized too. Who's his other side chick? 
He's got two, right? He's got that first one that she like bugs out about. Then he goes to jail. And then he comes out and he's got Vinny's. Oh um, man, I can't even think of who the first one is now. To be honest, yeah, I thought she looked familiar too. She probably is. Don't yeah. be surprised. This movie is. I mean, even the smallest roles in this movie are loaded. So Goodfellas, I I liked Goodfellas more than, or I enjoyed it more, I guess, than I liked Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver was more of a, uh, I agree, like just a different, like I said, different vibe movie. Goodfellas is a long movie, but it doesn't feel long like there's no you're not sitting there saying when's this scene gonna end or you know when's this wrapping up it's just he's just like everything is just excellent uh pesci kills it yeah pesci in that bar where the guy tells him to go get a shine box at home Uh, beginning of michael imperioli yeah before he's chrissy from sopranos yep yep um, and then you have uh, Polly Walnuts in this as well. Polly Walnuts, yeah. Early yep. Polly oh, Walnuts, R.I.P. in peace, Polly Walnuts. Yeah, this. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I loved Goodfellas. It was great movie. There's but, a few other Soprano guys too. Those are the first two that come to mind. Cause they're the biggest ones, but there's a couple of other hidden gems. Who's uh, yeah, I forget the guys other name. I can't remember uh, them all, but. There's a few in there. If you if you go look into it on Google, you'll find a couple of other ones. Yeah, if, we were just talking about this the other day at the fight, Seth and me and uh, a couple other people. But um, but yeah, the the movie I just it just makes you want to watch mob films. Yeah, it just makes you want to watch mob yeah. films. Put on a you know a nice deep V, let the let the chest hair flow, and and make some Italian food basically. Between the between Ray Liotta's like uh, monologues and you know just. Like telling the whole movie, and then the relationship between the like, that's one of those movies where I feel like I'm I'm right there. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm sitting along like in the movie, just watching. Yeah, like he's just kind of sitting next to you, telling you what's exactly. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the way he tells it, it's just every time to me. It's like, I've, like I said, I've seen it so many times, and it still gives me that vibe every single time. Right, like I'm just I'm right there. I'm just like. Hearing him tell the story firsthand, like you said, it's the best way yeah, to say it. Like yeah. He's just telling me right like there. He's sitting there next to you, right there, and yep. enjoying it. Um, the scene where, uh, where they had, you know, after Joe Pesci kills the guy for disrespecting the shoebox, yep. goes to his mom's house, I would argue is one of my favorite scenes in any movie of all time. Yeah, just sitting down with his mom. Sitting down, they the got the guy in the like, car. Boys, come on in, doesn't even matter. She doesn't know, but. Forget about the dead body in the trunk. Like, shovel, get a shovel later. Let's go eat some food. Joe Pesci's got the huge knife. He's like, Ma, like, you mind if I borrow this? Like, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna cut up the deer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The and, guy's just uh, in, the, in the trunk, dead. Or yeah, 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 he yeah. wasn't dead at the time. I think he, not yet. He's not still, yet yeah, not yet. so he's just in the trunk there eating pasta and talking. Uh, and that scene, Joe Pesci's mom. That is Martin Scorsese's. That's Martin Scorsese's mom. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really? Martin Scorsese's I didn't know that. Actual mother. Someone yeah, was yeah. telling me she like ad libbed all those lines too. That she was just like she might be full blown fucking Italian. Yeah, I, that I, she totally was just possible. she was just talking, and they were just like, all right, yeah, awesome. we're going. It's with totally it. possible. But yeah. I do know that that's Scorsese's mom. Yeah, that's funny. I, I never knew that. Yeah, that whole that entire scene is is absolutely incredible to me. Yeah, the, fact that they, the three of them just sit down. They like. They do the whole night, you know what I mean? They're like they unbutton the thing, they got like the belts out, they get the napkin tucked in, they're like, Yeah, it's fine. Like, let's eat though, let's sit, let's eat. It's cutting the garlic and the, the jailhouse scene's great. Too, yeah. yeah. Oh, jailhouse yeah. scene is great. And I, you know I'm gonna try slicing some garlic like that too at yeah, some point. Yeah. You know? What does he say? Like three like three was it one quarter of an inch thick? Quarter of a quarter of an inch uh, thick. Like oh like I don't, I don't even know. know. Super thin and razor then yeah. go, when razor it gets blade. in the pot it melts yeah, he's using in the razor blade. Yeah, yeah. Using yeah, the yeah. razor blade melts into the butter on the on the pan. I'm like, ooh, that sounds incredible. Yeah. That's, That's the awesome. beginning of those white collar prisons right there, man. That seems like a not too bad of a life. Yeah. Yeah, well they say it in the earlier in the movie, yeah. 
guys just get pinched and go away because they want to. They're not trying to. They know they're, they're fine in prison. They yeah, got no their kidding. own wing, you know? No kidding. Probably own the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. But I would uh, I would agree with what you said a minute ago. I mean, I, I think Goodfellas, if I had to rank, like, if I had to, like, rank my 10 favorite movies of all time, Goodfellas is definitely in it. I'll tell you that. Goodfellas is definitely in it. Uh, while I love Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver is a, a, a ways down. Yeah, Taxi Driver wouldn't be in my top ten. I gotta again. Nah. I gotta watch both of them over again. But um, De Niro dealing though. De Niro yeah, dealing. he does. Have you seen True Romance? Don't think I have. That one. I'll that one on we might have too. to put onto the list and, and move it up because that that's a movie I've already mentioned once or twice in the pod. I recommended it. That movie's fucking incredible. I think I got the two. I'm gonna bang out the two Godfathers next, and then okay. We can do a Godfather thing. I've uh, Steph's been wanting to watch The Godfather ever since the the show that came out. Um, was it The Offer? Um, oh, and, okay, uh, yeah, okay. Was it Showtime? I think it was Showtime. I want to say, but it was a series about a fabrication, basically. You know, a dramatic retelling right. of the creation of the Godfather. Of the Godfather. Right. It was really good, though. Really? It was yeah. It, it was okay. actually really good. I'll definitely check that out. Though. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Like I said, it made Steph instantly want to watch The Godfather. Yeah, I need to watch it. I think that's the next two on the list. Seth said Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, Godfather 1, Godfather 2. <laughs> I think that might have been it. I, think I like that. That was the list he had for me. So in like I said, order, we're going to work in. That's gonna how we're going to work this in. We're going to do a couple classics every time oh, you're I'm on. always down. We're going to have to develop a list. Yeah. Like I said, Godfather's, we'll Top Gun's got to be on there. Top Gun 1 and 2 are definitely on there. True Romance is definitely going to be I'll on there. I'll throw True Romance on there. I'll put this on the phone right now. awesome. Throw it in there. Is that Scorsese too or De Niro? So that one is Tarantino before he's directing. That one's written by Tarantino. Yeah. But it's friggin', I mean, another star-studded cast. Loaded, loaded, loaded cast. And some just awesome, awesome performance. True romance. Cool. So we got two Top Guns. If Top you haven't gun. seen that one either, that's even more perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's even better for the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm that, watch that one on there. That's a great way to mix in Ledoux every here and now. You're definitely going to be watching Last of Us, I hope. I know you'll be watching. I never play the games, but I'll watch. Watch the series. Yeah, 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 yeah. watch the series. Watch the series. Yeah. January 15th. Absolutely. We'll do those recaps. We'll be able to work you back in, like I said. Mando, get the winter coming. Yeah. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way. It's coming fast, baby. Coming fast. Um, So I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, classics. Yeah, unless you have any other thoughts. Do you have anything else you want to go? No, I don't think so. I think that was it. Anything else? Goodfellas? Traction drive? No, you guys did a good job. I've seen both of them, but not in the last five plus years. So um, can't say that I... I'm uh, an authority on the subject, but you guys did a good job there. Looks like we might have just lost another mic. Yeah, that one was me this time. Is that this? It's a good idea. I, got it. I don't know what is going on, though. Not going. Go to properties. I'll go to that call again. Quick properties. Microphone. All right, now we'll get it again. I uh, I do apologize to everybody. I'm not entirely sure what's been going on, but we're having some weird issues with our microphones lately. But like I said, um, like I said, we bad. haven't had too many. Yeah, no, I, I just saw that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like I said at the beginning, we haven't had really almost any issues at all with this show so far. So I can't get too angry or worked up. I'm pretty happy that we've had as little issues as we've had so far, but it seems like we're all right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it could be though. 
Oh, I wonder if it's something to do with the temperature, maybe. Now it's getting colder in this room or something like that. I don't know. We'll have to uh, we'll have to figure it out. But either way, the show must go on. All the mics are working good right now, so everything's good. We just closed up our uh, little Ledoux uh, recap. Let's dive into a couple of quick things that I actually want to do. A couple of quick trailers and a couple of quick news things before we dive into our uh, reviews and such. First things first, a uh, movie that we talked about a little bit here is Avatar 2, The Way of Water. The first pre-screenings, people are coming out of them talking about the movie. And the, the early reviews, man, are not good. They're spectacular. People are saying that it's much better than the first one. People are saying that all of the hype surrounding the cinematography and the underwater shooting and all of the camera work that James Cameron that he went through, that all of the hype was actually not for nothing. They said that this movie legitimately looks like as beautiful as you can possibly imagine it to look. So, I mean, with that said, I was already excited to see this movie. I mean, I didn't. I'm gonna rewatch Avatar probably this week or uh, probably yeah, actually, you know, probably probably this week because I I haven't watched it in fucking. That one's even longer than Taxi Driver. It's probably like 15 years since I've seen the first Avatar movie. But I'm going to dive back into that, and then I'm going to go check out Avatar 2, hopefully in IMAX. But I'm excited, man. I really am. I'm not going to lie. This movie, now that it's got these reviews coming out of it, what can go wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it should be a good one. I mean, it's uh, the first one didn't blow me away too much, but um, it was still really cool and innovative, and it's been on a lot lately, probably just because this new one's coming out. Mm. Um, so... It's getting me back into it again. I think it'll be a good good run. Like maybe in three uh, D, like the last one was. I don't know if they're doing the same. same yeah, it's got to be in three D. I'd imagine. I'm yeah. sure. I'm not a three D guy, but no, I'll definitely, me either. I'll definitely dive into IMAX. Like, you never really see these 3D. high production movies go, like in three D though. That's true. Like it's might, yeah, might be good. Yeah, that's good. Might be worth it. Just like fucking kids movies or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm in a little late, but what was your thoughts on Avatar one? So I didn't like I didn't hate it. I definitely didn't love it. It was I, I just so thought it was wildly overhyped. I thought I thought it looked cool. I definitely didn't think that yeah, it was cool right. concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's true. Absolutely, no doubt about that. The concept, the actual behind the movie, I thought was great. Thought the execution was a little lacking. Um, but I, this second one, right away, as soon as I saw the first looks from it, I was like, all right, this looks like it's stepping its game up. And it seems like that's what people are saying. It seems like everyone's saying so far. Stepping the game up from yeah, so you're saying a lot of good reviews so far. A lot of good early pre screenings, good. I think I felt basically the same as both of you. Good movie, not great. Yeah, you know it is what it is. Um, Why did it take him so long to make number two? That's a good question because he had been saying that he had been working on them for so long, but yeah, I thought I don't know. Well, I know a big thing was the fact that he literally. I've, I've joked about it before, but he basically, in a way, whatever you want to call it, he basically went to a, a version of college almost over again to, like, redefine the industry and how they shoot on the water. Really? Using all new technology, basically, like, people experimenting with cameras for the first time and stuff like that. Basically trying to redefine how we shoot scenes underneath water rather than using, like, just straight CGI and shit like that. Being more hands-on. So I know that took, they, they, they joke, I mean, I don't, I read an article that said 10 years. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how much in, in satire that was. It seemed pretty legitimate though. So yeah, I, I don't know if he spent actually 10 years in, in camera work, but at the same time, I do know that while Avatar 2 is out, Avatar 3 is already wrapped filming. 
Avatar 4 is already written and Avatar 5 is already half written. Yeah, because I was going to say, Dang. I thought when Avatar so, 1 dropped, he was like, yeah, I've got like eight eight of these movies coming out. And I was like, then like 10 years went by and I was yeah. like, all right, so much for <laughs> yeah. those eight movies. That He's he got eight of them and he has the balls to criticize Marvel for having 20 movies. It's like, bro, what the fuck? You're trying to be Marvel. Like, you're trying <laughs> to be Marvel. Like, shut yeah. up. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll definitely go watch it. I saw the first one. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. I, like I said. Yeah. I've, I mean, it's always on TV, like Luke was saying. Yeah. Probably, like he was saying, more recently. Yeah. But it's definitely a TV movie that I'll just throw on if I'm like, there's nothing else going on. I'll, just, I'll watch this, you know? Yeah. I've only watched it one time. Definitely get a little distracted while I was watching it. But it was a long time ago. I, like I said, I definitely got to rewatch it. I'm going to dive in, like I said, probably this week. That's out, right? Came out last Friday. Early screenings are out. I think it comes out. Is it this week? Maybe. What's today? Thirteenth. Thirteenth is, is today. Yeah. today yeah. I think it comes out. Uh, I think it may come out Friday. Maybe. Okay. Someone will have to uh, double check that. I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah, do that up, Luki. But it's coming out very soon. I can tell you that. I think oh, it, it might I think be the twenty third. For some reason, I feel like that date's sticking with me. Twenty third. Friday before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it says the sixteenth. Sixteenth. All right, so that's so, this week. Yeah. Right? Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. This week. That makes sense. Yeah, so it does make sense. Yeah, you wouldn't want to have an opening weekend on Christmas, right? Like nah. That might, that might kill. kill yeah, some, uh, I mean, a lot of people do go to the movies on Christmas, but that'd be opening Yeah, but second weekend, though. Yeah, 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 second week, though. That makes more Luke, sense. Luke, I did notice, by the way, if you don't mind, can you just actually switch the version of the way that wire is plugged in? Because I already noticed that's going down. Uh, nope. Yes. The wire in the camera? The wire in the camera? Nope. This one? The power cable? So then you just put, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, like, unplug it. Gotcha. Flip it. Like 50 yeah. degrees. All right, I got you. It's a weird thing. We're, lear- we're learning, but it's weird. Weird little uh, intricacies here. Weird little intricacies. Oh, no. We didn't lost the camera. Perfect. <laughs> it's all good. We'll fix everything. It's a show of imperfections. It's a show of imperfections. Let's see what we got here. Oh, there goes my mic again, too. Oh, no. Everything, everything's going <laughs> to hell. It's all hell in a handbasket. All right, so that's that. We can fix the camera in a second if we need to. And then let's see what's going on with my microphone here. Sorry about that, guys. We're having some technical difficulties today, but the show goes on. Uh, so Avatar 2 coming out real soon this week. Early reviews, good. Going to recheck it out. But uh, maybe we'll review that when we come back at the, uh, the beginning of 2023. Give some people some time to check it out. And we can come back and we can review that. Uh, from there, I gave you guys a couple of trailers to check out. One of them came out today. We'll save that for the end. The other one is something that I have no idea how this happened because all I do is spend all of my time like following all movies and trailers and shit like that, but especially Marvel and MCU shit. 
The other day, I randomly stumbled upon the fact that there is a Secret Invasions trailer that's already out that came out in September, and then a second Secret Invasions trailer came out two weeks ago, and I hadn't seen either of them. I hadn't heard a single chatter about them. I hadn't seen a tweet about them, not a single thing. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is so, so bizarre. Like I said, I spend all of my free time, like, you know what I mean, following this shit. Like, how did I miss fucking a Disney Plus series on Marvel with Samuel L. Jackson and Amelia Clark coming out, and I fucking missed a trailer for it? So right away, my first thought was like, hopefully they're not bad. So I dove into the two trailers, and I was impressed. Especially, you know, we've talked about how the series lately, especially this year, have been lacking. And the two specials were really good, and we want more specials, less series. This series, this trailer, these two trailers look friggin' awesome to me, at least. I can't speak for everybody, but I thought they looked awesome. I don't know if you guys were able to check them out. Checked out both. Yeah. Um, yep. Checked out the other trailer as well. Thought I liked the two, uh, two invasion trailers a little bit better. Um, seems like that Looks- tone. It's good tone. Yeah. I like that tone. You know, more of a, I guess, an adult tone. Yeah. Um, it looked intense. Yeah. It definitely looks, looks intense. Looks good. Um, I don't even know what any of that stuff is, the, the secret invasion. I'm I'm out of the loop on Marvel right now. Okay. It's been a so couple of years. So basically there's uh, so Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury, his yep. character. He likes to use this this planet. They have these people that they're, they're invaded. They're called Skrulls. Okay. They're um, shift changers. So they can take the form of Anything. you, me, any, any any person that they want. Okay. Great for instantly just, you know, hiding your identity and stuff like that. Right. So it turns out we found out at the end of, ooh, what the hell end of the movie was it where Samuel L. Jackson goes to his, his ship there? Was it maybe Captain Marvel? I know there's a lot of those oh, I don't Korean scrolls in that one. Yeah, there is a lot of scrolls in that one. That was a big introduction to the scroll world. I can't remember which end credit scene it is, but there's one where it goes to Nick Fury and Agent Hill, yep. who's always with him, and they're in a truck and they're driving on Earth. And then right at the end, not right at the end, but you find out that it's not actually Nick Fury and Agent Hill, the two scrolls. Okay. They're on the phone with Nick Fury, mm. and Nick Fury is up in his spaceship looking at a beach fake, like basically like a green screen kind of a thing. And he's sitting there on his ship with his shoes, having, you know, his sandals off, you know what I mean, in the beach, having right. a drink. And he gets up, and the whole ship is controlled by Skrulls. So like I said, because he works hands-on with them. He's like, all right, people, like, back to work kind of a thing. Okay. I can't think I think of... it was one of the Spider-Man movies. It might have been yeah. one of the Spider-Man uh, movies. Because, yeah, Samuel L. was talking to Peter Parker and, and that whole one, and then it turns out that it wasn't even... You know, it could be um, Far From Home. Yeah, I think is, it is. Uh, the one right after, like, Endgame with Tony Stark's dead. Yeah, I think that, that's I think you might be right. I think that could be what it is. Um, but like I said, this takes place basically, it seems like the scrolls are, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's all of them or just a, a, a group of them, are going to end up going against Nick Fury, basically, and they're going to kind of, you know, infiltrate Earth and all okay. of its, like, you know, highest, you know, presidencies, dictators, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, Nick Fury's going to have to finally come out of action to kind of battle him. All right. Yeah, because right, I know, good. I'm trying to think what's the last Marvel thing I've seen. It was probably the last Spider-Man movie. I saw that okay. for sure. Um, but other than that, it was probably like Endgame. Or, yeah, so we saw Spider-Man I mean? together. Okay, yeah, you're right. We did see that yeah, together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought both of the trailers looked really good. Uh, like I said, I'm excited. Good tone. I like that sort of more, yep. I don't want to say dark, but like a little bit of a darker tone. And uh, yeah, that's something I'll definitely check out. Yeah, uh, I was actually one thing. I a couple things I noticed. Uh, one of them was we just saw uh, Martin Freeman, who is Agent Ross. We just saw him re uh, come back as his character in Black Panther Two. Yeah, didn't know how big of a capacity because he's only been in Black Panther One to this point. 
So now he's in Black Panther 2 again. Makes sense. Same world. But now we see him in the trailer for this. So he's going to have a role in this. So that kind of got me excited. I was like, all right, expanding his character a little bit. I like the actor. Um, I had seen right away, you know, it was a big thing when Amelia Clark had gotten signed. But now we actually get our first look at her. She looks like she's going to be not just like a side character. She looks like she's going to be like a major part of the show. She's in the trailers a lot. Which I love, man. Give me... All of the Amelia Clark. Give me all of it. And she's just going to be a like regular human, right? Or is she going to have some superpowers at some point? Like, at this like... point, Luke, I, I I can't I can't make any predictions. Yeah. Who knows? Same thing with Jon Snow's character, right? Um, He's going to be Kit a Harrington. superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, he hasn't shown that yet, right? He was like blown away that his girl was a. So at the end credits of Eternals, Eternal. he finds his family's gift of this sword that goes back generations. Oh uh, yeah. He's uh fuck. I can't think of the name of it. It's, it's, the, it's something. The, the, it's not the Black Knight. Oh, shit. Oh, it's something like that. The though. prince that was promised. Yeah, it's, it is honestly it's very symbolic <laughs> to that, to be totally honest with you. It's something just like that. Um, but yeah, no, Amelia Clark, first look, so I was excited for all that. But I actually. It's crazy uh, how many people from Thrones they are putting in here. They're, they're getting yeah. the whole universe. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone's popping. Robert Madden, Kid Harrington. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, I, I don't know how much Rob Madden. I don't think Rob Madden's going to be back in the future, but could be wrong. Never yeah. know. Never know. I like him. He's a good, good actor. I've also heard that Peter Dinklage is soon to be joining the universe as well. Oh, shit. Uh, again, actually, because he's already in the universe. He was in uh, Infinity War. He, he helped right. build um, Thor's hammer. Yep. Um, Nor- nowhere or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stormbreaker. There you go. Helps, break, helps build Stormbreaker yep. in Infinity War. But I've heard, I think he's, I've heard that he's coming back again as like a, like a voiced character. But who knows if that's true. We'll see, I guess. Cool. Um, but I, yeah, like I said, I hadn't, I, I don't know how or why or what happened, but that somehow just got completely under my radar, totally missed it, just popped up on my YouTube channel the other day. I was like, right away, I was like, this has got to be a fake. And then right, I, I see the posting and it says, you know, Mar- whatever it is, the Marvel. Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, verified what the account. Fuck? <laughs> and then to be even more blown away, it says September. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here, yeah, September? Missed it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. Freaking throw it on. And then there's a second one. I was like, oh shit. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Coming 2023, we don't have an exact release date, but hopefully it's not too, too far away because that one, that one looks pretty intriguing to me. That one looks like yeah. it's going to be a pretty damn good time. Looks like it might be a more real-world look at, at uh, like, the Marvel Universe, too. Like, more, like, yeah. based, on, based on people. More spy They at least don't sure. show any of the superheroes at all. I'm sure they'll get involved a little bit, but uh, do you know what superheroes are going to be in it? Oh, Don Cheadle's in the trailer a lot as War. I would imagine as okay. War Machine. Yeah, yeah, he's true. in uh, regular, you know, military blues most of it. Yep. But he was in the trailer a lot too. Actually, I noticed that he was in a lot. Okay, which I know his show okay. just got uh, his show got like I don't know if you want to call it canceled or whatever, but his show is getting rearranged. The uh, the Armor War show. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll take that. But yes, it seems more like it's just yeah, the American people versus yeah, yeah, more grounded. Yeah. I know what you're saying. But uh, I'm sure that show's going to have some twists and turns, I bet. Because, like I said, scrolls, shift changes, people not being who you think they're being. I bet you that show's going to have some fucking loops and twists and turns. For sure. It'll be a good time. Looking forward to that one. Anything MCU, I'm, I'm always here for it. I'll give anything a shot. You know what I mean? I'll give it all a shot. Uh, from there, the newest trailer dropped today. A movie that I am very, very, very excited for. I actually mentioned it to Luke in our text thread today. Regardless of animation or not. The original Into the Spider-Verse is in my top five superhero movies of any variety of all time. I think it is incredible. I've seen it like a trillion times again. I am super excited. I was a little disappointed by the delay because this was supposed to come out in October. Hmm. Uh, got pushed back to June 2nd. 
Uh, but we got our second extended look at Across the Spider-Verse, the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. And I thought it looked awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought it looked like a damn, damn good time. Pretty crazy uh, trailer. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, confirmed, they've said it's going to go across six different universes. It's going to cover 240 different characters. And it is the biggest crew ever assembled for an animated movie in history. Wow. So we got a, a lot. Uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be back for sure as uh, like L.A. noir Spider-Man. We have our first look at uh, Oscar Isaacs. He is going to be Spider-Man 2099, a futuristic version <clears throat> of Peter Parker. We got uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who is from Get Out, Nope. Uh, he's also in the Black Panther movies as well. He is going to be Spider-Punk, like a uh, punk rock and roll version of Spider-Man, Spider-Man Mohawk and shit. <laughs> yep. okay. uh, I mean... Yeah, there's some shots where there's like 30, 40 different Spider-Man yeah. Yeah, that was, like, yeah, fighting each other. That was a crazy... Uh, I know scene. you're an Xbox guy. I don't know. I am. Luke, you, uh, I don't know how much gaming you do, but... Um, Xbox also. Oh, all right. So, two of my favorite games of all time... PlayStation exclusives, the original, uh, the Spider-Man game, and then Spider-Man: The Miles Morales one that came out like two or three years ago. Yep. Both the Insomniac versions of Peter Parker Spider-Man and Miles Morales were in the trailer. Really? <laughs> yeah, okay. they were just like walking on a bridge together, just like basically like hand in hand having a conversation. So you cool. got game versions, movie versions, comic versions, all of it. So I saw a bunch of the gameplay from the Miles Morales game. Yeah. That game does look excellent. Oh, it's awesome. I haven't played it. Um, I haven't seen the first Spider-Verse movie, but this second tra- or the trailer for it definitely makes me want to watch the first one so I can watch the second one. I don't want to like just like say it's amazing, but it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> amazing Spider-Man. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah, no, I'll definitely like, check it out because I love all the old Spider-Mans. They've been playing a lot of the ones with Toby. Uh, I've been watching them. They've been on TV, so I've been putting them on. If you're, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it is animated, so like, like you have to, uh, like, it's be, different. you know, but it's like top notch animation, first of all. Like, yep. it, shit still looks like sick. Right. And they do it in this awesome, fun, fun twist. The soundtrack bangs, like, constantly, like, awesome songs. Just oh, I'll definitely you know check I mean? it out. HBO or just. Uh, it's, it's, def- it's, I'm sure it's on something. Okay. Uh, it, it's not on Disney Plus, though, I don't hmm. think. I can check that. Yeah, go ahead, Lukey. Check up on that. Yeah. But I'm sure it's on something. It's Somebody's got to use their rights. I'll, I'll give you my freaking Blu-ray out of it if you want. You can yeah, I might have to. Toss that in the Xbox. Yeah. It's freaking, it's awesome. It's just like, it's so fun and outrageous. It's yeah, but crazy. I like that. I know it's an animated movie, so your expectations change a little bit. You know right. what I'm saying? You're, right, right, you're, right, right. You're not going into it thinking it's just going to be, you know. Like I said, to- a Tobey Maguire. Sort it's better. Of, like yeah. I said, it's in my top five Spider-Man movies. I'll, I will take this. I, I'm not even playing. I will take Into the Spider-Verse over all three Tobey Maguire movies easily. Okay. I mean, they're not the greatest movies. but No, I agree. <laughs> I, I think like if this was in the MCU, it would be in my top three MCU movies. It's like it's that good. Okay. So this like, is like not in the MCU. Outside not. the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's its own separate being. All right. But like, it's just like, it's just... It's wildly awesome. Like it's, I, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Like I said, it's just so much fun, and it's like to me, it's what comic movies should be like. Yeah, like an like, animated. Not necessarily animation, but it's just like, it's a damn good time. Like okay. it's just like there's scenes where you're just gonna shake your head and you're just gonna be like, that was just like dumb, but like in a good way. You right, know what I'm right. Like it was funny. Like it was right. funny. It was fun. It's like 
at the end of the day, we're, we're literally watching superheroes. So it's, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's not friggin' sit here and treat yeah. it like it's fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. Goodfellas, whatever. Like, right, it's, right, It's a different right. breed. Different, different type of movie. Exactly. Right. But if you can accept that and accept it for what it is, then it's just like, this is the best. Like, it's it's that good. I just it's wish you would do that with Batman. Yeah, I would love it. I would love it. I would love for Batman to be a good time. Batman stunk. <sighs> we'll save that for another time. Yeah, we will. It was. We can definitely do that. I, I, I've been waiting to rewatch that movie, and I keep telling myself I'm going to do it. I just can't do it. Seth really liked it. He wants to fight you on it. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's what I'm waiting for, so I yeah. got some backup for you Yeah, know, no, Seth just... liked it. He, was, he gets mad every time Nick brings it up. <laughs> Dude, that movie was painful. Yeah, and I was excited for it too. That's the worst part. Yeah, I will just say this: it was a little too long. Yeah, yeah. We could have we could have shaved off some time there, but you could say that. <laughs> uh, but into the Spider Verse. Yeah, like it looks said, like it's it's second. not on Disney Plus for some reason. But yeah, it, I didn't think so. Yeah, um, is that on anything else? It said it, it was going to be on uh, Hulu here, but it's also not. Let me play it right now. So. Well, damn. I'll have to throw... Uh, yeah. I might have to just throw the Blu-ray to you can You can do it for three bucks at, uh, at Amazon yeah. Prime. But Oh, I got Amazon. Three bucks. So we're locked in then. Yeah. They're charging me though? Still? Three, three bucks. Yeah, nobody has it right now apparently. Which is very strange. Yeah, I'll take that DVD. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll cut the, the DVD bucks. for you. Yeah, yeah. paying for the membership. I'll get you on the DVD. Amazon. Movie's a damn damn good time. You're in for a treat because that one—it's just—it's so much fun. I need to watch it too. I, I haven't seen the first one either. You haven't seen it either? No. Oh my god! I know it's—I know it's a sin. I know it's a sin. Oh man, you guys are in for both years. That yeah. makes you just make more excited, honestly. Yeah. But Morales looks like a really cool Spider-Man, and his suit is pretty sick. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, I like yeah, the suit he's, a lot. He's so awesome. I can't wait to see him in the actual MCU because he's definitely going to be coming. Yes, yeah. he's definitely going to be coming. I actually just watched No Way Home the other day. Actually, I came home from uh, the Portugal game. I wanted to cry and shoot myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Comfort movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, at the very end, like, uh, Tom Holland's moves into... Actually, kind of like the same thing that uh, Tony McGuire's moving into. But, like, you know, like a, a separate apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, yeah. place kind of thing. And I was just, like, waiting for, like, a knock on the door. Because that's how it, like, starts off in, like, the video game is Miles Morales lives in his building. No, like, no right shit. Next door. So I was just, like, hoping for some, like, kid to just come knocking on. He was like, hey, like, I'm Miles. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, introduce yeah. himself. And I would have been, like, going nuts. But, I was going to ask you, is there any reference to... This Spider-Man in, um, like, either in... In No Way Home there is, yeah. So okay, when uh, nice. Jamie Foxx and... So Jamie Foxx is Electro, and he, they, him and Andrew Garfield, because they're from the same universe, after, like, the fight scene at the end, they kind of had their little meetup after they, like, beat him, and Jamie Foxx was just like... I can't remember exactly what he says, but he was just like, you know, you're, like, mad athletic, and, like, you fight crime, and you're, like, from New York and stuff. He's like... I thought you were black. And he's just like, it's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. And it's just like, oh, oh baby, nice. don't you worry, baby. He's coming, dog. Nice. Miles Morales coming. That's a good reference. Yeah, that was a good one. He didn't come up in a Multiverse of Madness or anything, though? Like when they were no. going through all those random... Because there was like an animated universe oh, yeah, they went yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That scene was awesome when they're falling through all the universes and multiverse. Yeah. That was yeah. one of the best scenes. They go to that paint universe and shit. Was one of them the... This universe? Did you notice? Or uh, I don't remember that being like an animated. That would have been a cool one. Yeah. There was the music no one, which was awesome. Yeah. That yeah. was wicked cool. The paint one was wicked cool. Yeah. I don't remember that being the one like this. Yeah. The animation style, like I said, in this is, is awesome. It's all. It, yeah, it's yeah. different. That that action awesome. sequence at the end of the trailer is ridiculous. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah. Nicolas Cage in the first one, too, is He's L.A. L.A. Noir, like Black and White Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, it's, see so, Nick. it's so funny, man. Nick back on a big screen. Nice. Uh, uh, I, I spotted Stan Lee in the trailer, too. I don't know if you saw that. 
yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the guy at the cash register when uh miles is buying his first suit looks like it's like just like a costume spider-man suit yeah it's in the first one yeah okay that's a that's in the first they're flashing back from it yeah 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 yep 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 stanley sells in the suit all right so we'll see if stanley's in this one that'd be a a throwback to stan right that'd be awesome that would be awesome i would love that actually that would make me very happy um from there let's dive into our uh tv stuff before we get into amsterdam uh, I know you probably haven't been keeping up with this, but me and nope. Luke can fly through <laughs> most of it real quick. I do think. Um, but uh, we've been covering two shows. Not covering like we've been covering other shows, but we've been talking about them every single week a little bit here and there, giving our thoughts. Um, what do you want to start with, Lukey? 1899 or White Lotus? Um, I mean, White, White Lotus was a little fresher. Let's go 1899 first. Well, 1899? Maybe that'll be a little shorter okay. of, a, of a review. Let's it, do 1899. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very curious to hear what you think because uh, you just watched it this week, right? I watched it last night. Last night. Last oh. night. I watched the last two episodes, seven and eight. I thought, not just based off of recency bias, I thought these were the best two episodes of the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, you finally get some answers and like know what's going on a, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice Things stuff. really progress. Not just that, though. Even like uh, episode seven is the storm. The actual storm itself was sick. The CGI of the actual fucking storm of the ship and shit was awesome. Yeah. thought it looked very, very intense. I kept thinking about what you were saying with that new technology that they were using. And I was just like, I wonder what this looks like. I was like, is there like waves coming at these people and shit like that? Yeah, the volume, the like massive LED wall that they have at, for, yeah. at the Disney Studios now. Yeah. He's in it for all kinds of cool shit now. But uh, like I said, I thought these last two episodes, by far the best. I, I, I mean, we've mentioned this, the, the phrase a few times, but this is the definition of how far down does the rabbit hole go. I mean, yeah, I have no real takeaways as far as like, I don't, they keep saying different things. Like uh, at the, I think it was in episode eight, the final one, uh, Kyburn says that um, the creation, the creator is the, the doctor, the woman, the mom. Now that we find out that she is the mom of the, the child that they found on <laughs> Yeah. Crazy so, shit. You know, they say he's the creator and he did and she did this whole thing for him, for the son. Right, trying to I was like, I don't help believe him any survive of that. somehow. Yeah. I was like, I don't I don't believe any of that. I was like, dude, the fact that you're talking to this son shows that you're part of this whole fucking simulation too. As soon as they get the simulation, I was like, all right, spot on. So I was like, I knew that there was some kind of experiment going on. I, I just got that vibe the whole time. Like I said, Shutter Island vibes, very high in this show. Yeah. Very, very high. Yeah. And then we got the, like we mentioned last week, at the end of episode six, we see the basically a graveyard of all of the failed experiments from all the failed Prometheuses. Yeah, hundreds of massive ships. Titanics yeah. basically all sunk or just chilling. Yeah. Wasteland. Uh, but I mean, this this first season I, I thought was really, really awesome. I mean, I thought it banged, especially the nice. ending. It's ready to go into season two, you know what I mean? Uh, my boy Jonas, I'm having some real hard times with now. I'm starting to think that he's a real son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm starting to think the more that he just keeps that playing the off. The, yes. The right. more that he keeps playing off like he has no idea what's going on, the more I'm like, this motherfucker is up to something. Hmm. And I, I don't know. The, the, even the husband, too. The husband, to me, seems off. The whole thing, a lot of it seems off to me. Because, like, if the mom and the... Whatever you want to call it. Because I, I don't know her actual name. The doctor, the female, the, the female lead, the <laughs> yeah. mom. If this is her whole creation, then why is, like, the husband just, like, running around? Like, is, is he supposed to be, like, the hero? Like, is that how she created it? Like, he's supposed to be the guy running around behind the scenes? Yeah. Trying, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does he have so much access to everything that he has, whether it's information or technology or whatever? 
I don't trust the husband. I don't trust Jonas. <laughs> Kyburn to me now just feels like a puppet. Yeah, it seems like he's trapped there too, right? Yeah, big time. Big time. Is this in the Alien? What is this show? It's called 1899. Yep. Netflix. Okay. It's um, from the creators of Dark. It's a very much, it's like, a, oh boy. It's a it's a mind it's a mind melt kind of for for lack of a better word it, it's kind of it, it's a it's huge mystery <laughs> starts as like a historical mystery it starts as like a sci fi thriller yeah okay. psychological it's not so much historic because there's sci fi advancements going on there's okay. more at stake you've seen Shutter Island yeah love it so you know how like for at the end of it you find out that this whole thing is this orchestrated plan for Leonardo DiCaprio basically yeah to try, try to, to snap him out of his exactly right. Is a lot of those vibes in this? Okay. Not saying that they're the same because they're not. Right, but, but they're a kind lot of put, similar vibes. Kind of putting one thing one. on the screen when really something else is going on. Yes. One of the big things that uh, I didn't realize at the time, but that I, I saw pointed out afterwards, is um, every character wears the same clothing through the whole whole show, even though it's like week, oh, yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, that they're yeah, on yeah. the ship. It's yep. just like I know what you're saying one little random odd odd sign of like things are not as they should be and nobody ever sleeps in the show everybody's just doing shit yeah not all, that you should see that but all the side characters to me as a whole like just their their general um just them being there like their presence interests yeah. me yeah like i don't know like are they just a are they, are they just like a fucking you know um a computer code you know what i'm saying are they just a fake fabrication so yeah, it seems, are they it seems like people that volunteered to somehow be in this fucking I don't even know what you would call it you know what I mean this experiment I guess yeah yeah it seemed like there were a handful of people like the all the main characters we ended up with that were also in that simulation with her right she wakes up in the, that room and there's 20 something people so here's my question plugged in. that's how it ends we end and we're like they, she says welcome to reality and we're like we're in space I don't believe for a second that that's reality yeah another layer I think if we're, if we're talking just if you want to call it a video game, if this I think this is level two of the simulation. Like congratulations, you just beat the boss for level one. Yeah. Welcome to level two. Now yeah. we're in space. Now it's twenty ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't want to keep going back to dark, and I especially don't want to do it because we're going to be diving into that show. But that show is going to travel to multiple time periods and spend time there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're going to spend time, you know, whatever you want to, whatever. We're going to spend time in 2000. We're going to spend time in 2020. We're going to spend time in 1990 hmm. throughout the show. So to me, that was, again, I don't want to keep going back to dark and tying them necessarily together, but to me, that was just the next level. And here we go. We're on the level two. Now we're in the future. Now we're in space rather than being in the past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that's cool. I'm into that. I hope it's. I hope it keeps getting crazier. I hope that wasn't the biggest drop we get, even though that was really cool and a good payoff. Yeah, if they keep getting more wild, I'm I'm into that. Yeah, they they, they said that like they they know like the message comes in and you they know, like they even showed actually it was that cool outer shot and they're on um oh my god was the there? Prometheus Prometheus thank you yeah but it's they're, a spaceship not the right. fucking freighter yeah right 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 and I was Pretty like cool. all right so like this is just like this is still the you know what I'm saying like we're just going again. But rather than being back in 1899, now we're in 2099. Yeah. I could totally see it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised because they, they've been pulling the rug out from under us every episode so far. So I could totally see that. Oh, they sure have. Uh, they sure have. But yeah, really really cool show. They All those flashback scenes, like I was saying last time, are just like horror. Like really like legitimate horror shows. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it's pretty interesting. And in the, in the last couple episodes, I'm sure you remember like... 
all their dreams and memories start getting crossed. It's and like, a, yes. like all corrupted people and like wicked weird, very yeah. strange. Um, and just, yeah, very well thought out. Kept me guessing. And uh, they, they still left a lot of clues that I didn't didn't see. And it, it's fun to go and rewatch again. So it's uh, my kind of show. Very, I'm uh, very excited for the next season. Hopefully it doesn't take them too long. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I liked the whole thing with the try, uh, like the the, the the what do you call it, the pyramid. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah that that's was like the, the key. little boy appears with, doesn't say a word, and like the whole time, like that's the key. Yeah, turns out not to be the real key because he ends up uh, the husband there fucking pull some code, some code changes and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, hacks the mainframe. But that see, like that's to what I'm saying too. Like, how does she, like I don't. I think that's all part of the simulation. Like, almost right. like that's supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. They're just like, yeah, just drilling this to mi- me, like, mind fuck into her head really deep. Again, I don't want to keep going back to dark, but like, to me, like, the way that this show works is like, let's say if you're on like a timeline, right? And if like you get, you're going down a timeline and you get to event one, right? And if event one happens like one way, you spiral this way and then you go this way. I don't think that's the way that works in the show. I think everything's always supposed to just like the everything's already like we already know that if you get here and you get if you don't make the right decision, you fail, you lose, you start over kind of a thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like you're just almost constantly looking for the right answer to the puzzle. And we're obviously seeing them get the right answer. Like like when you watch the Matrix or whatever. Right. Like they, it, it's the fifth time he's reached the creator and it's like he's like oh this might be the time that you escape or yeah yeah like uh that one scene we're watching those five other attempts the uh whatever you want to call him now the the trench coat guy who's not the captain the husband yep um he's talking to his son and he's just like but you're right though this is the father that we've had like this is the farthest that we've ever made it right that really is what like, intrigued me. I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, how do you like? <laughs> how deep again, does it go? Like, how do you know this? You know what I'm saying? Like, because everybody else has been gone through this however many times. They have no recollection of it. Every single time they wake up anew. How do like you and the son know that this is the farthest that you've ever gotten to? Yeah, seems like they have another access point or something. I, I couldn't tell if they were also in that room or if it was just like the other main people. Yeah. But it's also kind of cool that like everybody else must have been just like NPCs, basically, right? All right. The, like, and those Not are all the people that character. killed that killed themselves, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, that scene yeah. where like people just start walking off the boat, and that's like mm-hmm. creepy. But that's probably just all the non-real people, <laughs> the NPCs. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, just like, like the themselves. Code. Just like, yeah, that's a, you know, Luke. That's a great call. That's probably exactly what that is. Yeah, and like I don't know, like that black virus thing that's like spread, spreading through the ship is some sort of a. Like an end game thing, they're trying to it's trying to protect itself and reset on its own. Right, 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 right. Uh, I don't know. It's very cool, and yeah, leaves a lot to be theorized about and wondered about. So yeah, no kidding. I mean, that second season is going to be a wild ride. Yeah, I'm glad you liked ride. it as much as Dark because I you, you speak so highly of Dark. So oh, I'm glad. Dude, I'm glad it's what, equal what, or near that at least. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago because you brought it up. That's something that we're definitely going to do because the more I think about it, the, the more I want to rewatch it and the more I know you're going to love it and it's just like, it, it, dude, it's it's a fucking ride, man. It's a ride. Yeah. And that's one, like, as soon as you start, you just can't stop. It's just like, you just can't. You just, you just got to keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're going to definitely dive into that one because that's a show that, while it gained some popularity at the end of its run, I still think a lot of people missed out on that. I think that they, if they want to follow along and go back with us, I think we'll have a real good time with that show. Yeah, Especially, like I said, I, I know kind of the outcomes and stuff like that. So I'd love to see just the way you know your brain kind of works through it because 
Yeah, I'm cool. With t- yeah, taking my time with it too. We can do a couple episodes a week or something, yeah. and yeah. yeah, slow burn it. Yeah, however you want to do it. Yeah, no, we'll definitely have to figure that out. But season one of 1899 was a damn good time. I highly suggest going to check it out if you're into a nice mind bending mystery. Yeah, a for me. Yeah, I'd probably. I don't. I, I think I'd go. I think B plus is where I'd go. All right. I think I'd go B plus. Dark as an A though. Oh yeah, a, hard A. Especially uh, when you told me that season two and three were higher, like uh, reviewed than season one, that blew my fucking mind. Really? That's that just like one one blew YouTube video. Blew my I saw. mind, man. It was like a passing comment he made, but because dude, season one of Dark is fucking like it's it's adrenaline. It's fucking cool. pumping in. If you're, like I said, if you're into that kind of thing, you know what I mean. If you don't, if you're the kind of person who likes more background noise, kind of, you just want to laugh here and there, and you're doing other things, and it's definitely not the show for you because you're just going to constantly just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, need to rewind that. Exactly. Yeah, but if you're ready to sit down and you're ready to like get locked into a, a you know a mystery, you know what I mean. Like I said, if you want to bend your mind and try to figure out what's happening next and who this is and who that is and what this means and what that means, there's yeah. no there's no show better, no show better. Awesome. I mean, uh, from there, let's go into the other show that we've been uh, talking about a little bit every week: White Lotus season two. Yeah, finale came. Funny ass finale. I think that pay- good payoffs all around. Yeah, I I thought it was pretty damn good. I yeah. thought it was a pretty damn good finale for a season that I've been very happy with. Yeah, I um, I mean, first things first, because she didn't have too much to play. Finally, for one time, she kind of was more of a side character in this last piece. My girl Lucia. Woo, baby. We made out like bandits. <laughs> right? She, not only did we not did die, <laughs> obviously being the prostitute, likelihood of death when we know there's death, very high. Yeah. She's banged a lot of dudes in this season. She's fucked over a lot of people. Chance of likelihood of death, high. Yeah. Not only does she not die, she doesn't have to go back to America with that loser Albie. And she got all of her money. She got 50K from Albie and freaking her whatever it was, 12 or 1800 from the husbands that uh, hadn't paid her her money yet. Yeah. So she's going to wherever the hell she wants, $5,100 lodger, $51,000 lodger, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you caught that she uh, she knew the the guy who was supposedly her pimp, right? She she like said hi to him at the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was just like a regular hotel worker at the, like a nearby hotel. Yeah. So they were just scamming, scamming Albie the whole time. Yep. The whole time. But yep. she's smart. I did not like that guy anyways. That was good. Yeah. He was such a bum. Just yeah. a loser. I mean, he had good intentions maybe, but yeah, he's he got worked. Um, We'll save the best for last. We go to kind of the uh, the Honeymooners. Honeymooners had a good storyline. So I'm not going to lie. They, they they tried to give us the story, like the, the timeline basically for Aubrey Plaza and um, the other husband, Theo. I can't think of his last Ethan. name all the time. Yeah. yeah, his real name's Ethan. Uh, is it Theo? Not Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn's the guy who's a comedian. I'm not sure the actor's name. but Yeah, it's Theo something. But yeah, Ethan uh, and Harper. The yeah, characters. Ethan, there you go. Yeah. Ethan and Aubrey Plaza. Well, the timeline didn't totally add up, I'm not going to lie. I still don't think that much happened more than like a kiss. Really? I think there was like, you know, a kiss. Maybe it was pretty romantic. She seemed pretty guilty though. I don't know. She did. But who knows, yeah. But like, I just... <sighs> I don't know. I just I get the feeling that there wasn't there wasn't that much time. I think sex is immediately off the table. I think sex is completely off the table. Yeah. I think some heavy petting, heavy petting possible. Heavy petting's possible. The husband mentioned like fucking would you blow him? I was like I mean, that was the quickest blowjob of all time. <laughs> so I was like you were here pretty quick. I gotta say that this show is like mind blowing to me how much I can get 
invested in these like soap opera story storylines. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, ridiculous. No it's ridiculous. That's because they do such a good job. The I know. Tension it's, building. It's, it's basically just a really good soap opera. It really, I think. that's a good yeah. way to put it. Actually, Luke. that's how uh, my buddy Zach Setters described it the other day. I showed him the the preview and like told him he should try it out if you want something to watch with this girl, especially. But uh. And he's like, this just looks like a really like well made like intense soap opera. And that, that's, that's what it I is. think. It's pretty. I gotta accurate. be honest, actually, <laughs> that's accurate. the first time I've heard that. That's yeah. pretty fucking spot on. That was his like two minute take, just watching the watching the trailer. Took like a take a soap opera, give it a little bit of extra production value, and sprinkle some cocaine on the top of it. <laughs> yep. And you'll get this show basically. Yeah, uh, that's a good call though. But I but like for real, it. like I'm I'm wondering. I find myself asking, do you think? Do I think that uh, they banged or did like right. what, what happened? And, like, oh, did, yeah. did, did oh, he get back there? She just. <laughs> to get back at there like oh good for her it's hilarious all these like very strange storylines that still just drag you in it's funny on the opposite hand Aubrey Plaza's husband's and Theo's wife Ethan's wife yeah they absolutely fucked yeah I, I thought they did too they uh, Leah, Leah didn't think so my girlfriend no she thought they I don't know she was like do you think that's what they went over there over oh, that island full yeah dude she was shooting him the eyes the I whole agree. time I agree and then as soon as he gets back for the first time in the entire duration of the show, he's finally ready to bang Aubrey Plaza. At yeah. every single tuck and turn in this show, oh, true, true, he's yeah. like ran away from Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. She's like, hey, you want her? She's waiting for in lingerie. And he's just like, oh, I gotta go check my email, babe. Like, <laughs> hang on a second. I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. All of a sudden, he goes to the island with the other wife, you know what I mean? Who's shooting him looks and saying, we just gotta do what we gotta do. And then... And he comes in, and all, yeah, libido, yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good sign too. I, I agree, and uh, yeah, I think that's some good, damn good evidence. Yeah, uh-huh. I definitely think that he did. He was so worried. I think he did more than she did. Yeah, I definitely think. Like I said, there's no way on reply. There, there wasn't enough time. Like I said, the timeline that they gave didn't totally add up. I, I I'm with you on that, but it also there wasn't enough like available time. Remember that scene in White Chicks right at the very beginning when he's like, "Honey." You said MapQuest says it takes like 17 minutes to get home from work. I got home in 23. He's like, that's six minutes. Like, yeah. if I'm going to cheat on you, don't you think I need more than six minutes? It's kind of like one of those things almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Like that. Yeah. The text. She said the text was 10 minutes before or something like that. So Right. That, or that's what he said. Trying to say it was uh, enough time for something more to happen than just a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just said some heavy petting. You know what I mean? I could have seen that. You yeah, know but the, kind uh, of the way he hallucinated it. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yep. I think it's spot on. The way he envisioned it, I think it was yeah. almost exactly what actually happened. You know what? And that would make sense for why they even showed it to us. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like we get it. It's his interpretation of events. But mm. I think there's a little extra to that where it's like this is almost exactly what happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I thought at first, too. But, but then they also have him hallucinate them banging in bed or at least like about to bang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. how he like wakes up the next like the next morning. That's true. But yeah, I think they they want it to be ambiguous, obviously, and make uh, make everybody wonder. But it seems like they're doing better now, right? I mean, they're very toxic, but they they seem. I was to be just gonna doing say, better. how do you think that's gonna work? Back <laughs> yeah. home? I don't know. I gotta be honest. If you had to ask me who I'd bet on, I'd bet on the the crazy couple there, fucking yeah. Theo, Ethan, and Ethan and his wife. Yeah, they seem yeah. like they're more accustomed to this lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Benny had done that. Cam and Daphne, right? Yeah. 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 Orby Plaza, I don't know. I have some feelings that's not going to work out too well once they get back home. <laughs> Give me questions asked. Yeah. She- I think I think she realizes, too, that she's along for the ride, right? She's She is now 
the trophy wife, even though she doesn't want to be. Oh, Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, she, you know, that's a good one. He, he just like came that. in a bunch of money, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the life that we're, we're rolling with now, I guess. Uh, that's not a bad call. I don't know. That's but. not a bad call. Let's get into the let's get into the good stuff. Yeah. Let's get into, let's get into the good stuff. Tanya. Jennifer Coolidge, baby. Yeah. Literally Spitler's the definition mom. of fucking uh that um that fucking gift there. What is it? Uh oh my god. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I came in and then I started banging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She had some good shooting, I guess. Jennifer Coolidge, dudes. dude, fucking that was dude. <laughs> I did not see that entire scene coming from start to finish. The whole way through, I was like, "All right." Yeah. She pulls out the gun. Next thing you know, she well, she warned her. She warned her, uh, which is a great conversation. That was so funny. The the captain guy. Uh, when she's talking to her assistant. Oh, the Porsche, yeah. And the Porsche, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, like <laughs> they were naked and they were doing stuff." And Porsche's like, well, "Yeah, like, I don't think what? that's his what uncle." They do it. And she's like. He was fucking his uncle. <laughs> I fucking I don't started think that's his dying. Uncle. I, I started dying, man. And then right away, you know, the tension starts building up from there. Jennifer Coolidge goes into a room, pulls out a gun. Yeah. Guys are trying to get in, and then like I said, Danny DeVito gives just next thing you know, she started banging. Start blasting. <laughs> I start blasting. blasting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, too funny. That was, that was man. She had some like epic lines too. She's like, uh, like after she blasted everybody, she like standing over uh, the main guy. I forgot his name, Quentin. Yep. She's like, yeah, yeah. Is, is Greg cheating on me? <laughs> like, that's all she can like. That's all she cares about. Still like, she just about blasted that this guy. Lose a husband. Yeah, and she's like talking to the captain earlier, and she's like, I think these gays are trying to murder me. These, these high end gays. Like they want to de- redecorate their house or some shit. She's like, <laughs> I thought it was just like everything she's she said great, is man. gold. Oh no, she was. She's great. Yeah. She was as good as she was in season one. She was even better in this season. I think. Yes. I think she was even better in this She went one. out with a bang. She and did. then her death, dude. Her death. It was crazy. I didn't see oh, that coming no. So, So, you know, um, you know, she starts blasting. All right, all right, perfect. We have the few bodies that we need, you know what I'm saying, from the from the pilot. Right. We got our few bodies. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, we're all, we're all good. And then she just fucking slips and fucking just whacks her fucking head. I was like, oh, my God. I literally just, like, gasped, like, hand over mouth. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I what didn't even think she, I fuck? thought she just fell in at first and she was gonna, like, it was funny, but, like, no, she just hit her head. Oh, yeah. She? She's fucking knocked out and gonna die. Yeah, ended up being the poor body that the uh, the wife's gonna find from the pilot. What a way to go. What and, a way to and go. And she was right. wearing that same dress that I, I pointed out last time. The one that. Oh, was she? Yep, the one that the. The mannequin? Yeah, they go to, um, actually, like, the restaurant where the Godfather is, mm. is filmed and there's, like, a replica car of the Godfather and this girl's wearing a dress that. The same dress that the character who ended up dying. Yeah, yeah. And that the car in the movie blows up. It's not supposed to be her that dies, but she ends up being the one who dies. No, sure. It's supposed to be Al Pacino. Good, good, good spot. Good, good spot. Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, like crazy. Did not expect it. I thought she was going to be the center of the show going forward, right? Just just follow her on vacation. Yeah, especially because they already like they greenlit season three. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, we you know she'll be like the character because she's always talking about how every time she goes to a white lotus, she always has a great experience. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like, and she's she honestly is the best character on the show. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like we'll follow fucking Stifla's mom around from white lotus, like well white lotus to white lotus. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where we'll go for season three? Yeah. And then that happened, and I was just like, oh my god, I couldn't believe it. 
crazy. So now I'm kind of curious is like uh, in season three, will we pull in somebody new? Like, who, could, could it be our assistant now? That's a good one. You know what I mean? I, I have a, there's one like prevailing theory right now that it might be um, Fallen Cam and Daphne, actually. Okay. Um, because I guess that they, there's a conversation they That's have in the last closet, episode. Right? No, the other two. Oh, all right, right, all right, all right, gotcha. Yeah, the original toxic couple. Gotcha. Uh, they like ask where they want to go on vacation next, and she mentions the Maldives, which is, okay. like, a, which is like an island country. Um, which would match like each of the first two have been uh, like volcanoes are a big thing. Right, right, and, right, like, right. Hawaii. And, and then this would be the same, same kind of thing. And then also at that big dinner at the very end, um, not big dinner, but when it's the four of them with the big awkward moments, they toast to travel and the good life. And, uh, and then Daphne says their next vacation should be more scuba and less pasta. Hmm. So it sounds like islands. Okay. Know, probably Maldives. And then, so that could be, the two of them and and uh, Ethan and uh, whatever his wife's face, yeah, yeah. yeah Harper, Ethan Park, yep. Harper could, uh, could cool. come too. So that, that'd be good, or uh, could be the the trio of uh, Italian guys. Imperioli, the, his dad and uh, yeah, the, son. I the, hope the Grassos. I hope that's not what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that line, that storyline to me. Those are the guys that I care the least about. Did you see show. that uh, the grandpa was one of the few people that got nominated for a Golden Globe? No, I didn't. Yeah. I thought the grandpa actually was pretty good, though. He was pretty good. But, yeah, he, he got nominated. Um, and then Aubrey Plaza and... Um, Aubrey Plaza was awesome. Yeah. I, I genuinely did think that. She was I actually really just good. checked her out in a movie um, this week. Jennifer Coolidge got nominated, too. Um, what did it just come to? It came to one of the streaming platforms. It might have been Netflix. It yeah, it's a new movie, right? Emily the Criminal, it's called. It's with mm-hmm. uh, She's the lead in it. It was pretty good. I actually, I, I, I thought it was pretty good. And it was the second time, like this was the first time that I'd seen her kind of not in this that typical comedic role that she typically does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is more of a serious thing, which she was still was funny in this. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but the Emily, the criminal thing, she was a lot, you know, pretty pretty straightforward, serious role. It was good. It was a good movie. I, I, yeah, I she was really it. good. Nice little like um, little credit card fraud kind of thing. I don't know if I, if either of you guys have ever seen Sons of Anarchy. Are you guys yeah. Suns fans? Juice. I, I saw the last season yeah. with uh, K. Laugh was watching it from the beginning. Oh, I right, watched the last season with him. Oh, uh, you know Juice? Yeah. Bald guy, tattoos on his head. Yep. So he's in this. He's like the the second lead in the movie behind her. Might have been one of the worst accents in the movie I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> oh no! It was awful. I think he's supposed to be uh, Lebanese. I believe it is. I think right. it's the country he's supposed to be from. But it is. I I don't even know. I don't even know what Lebanese people are supposed to sound like. I don't care what they're supposed to sound like. I know they don't sound like this. That <laughs> <laughs> ain't it. It was a terrible accent, oh. man. It was brutal. But um, the rest of it was pretty good, though. I that was it's pretty entertaining. I enjoyed it. Go check that out. Free recommendation. Emily the Criminal. I think it was on Netflix. Pretty sure. Uh, but overall, I, this second season of White Lotus I thought was awesome. I really enjoyed it the whole way through. Yeah. Um, the first season to me was kind of, you know, it was fine. Lackluster. I still enjoyed it, but it wasn't quite as what I hoped it would be. This season was much more along the lines of what I wanted. Well, like you said, still like almost a high-end soap opera. Had more more drama, more action, more flair, more everything. Yep. Just a little bit more eccentric. And just the, the whole vibe of the show, too, which we've talked about. Just the, I don't know, the really intense intros or no. interludes between scenes and like these intense shots of waves crashing and stuff it it just like sets a very eerie vibe really and uh so i, I think they do a great job and uh like i said i was surprised i liked it it's not my usual style but i'm 
I'm bought in. I'm watching the rest for sure. See, I'm glad, really I'm glad to hear that. It's a yeah. show you might not have checked out, and you just I checked it out yeah. for the show, and I'm glad that you like. Even watching the first season, I'm like, what? What is this about? Like, what, <laughs> like I know there's a dead body at the beginning, but we're just watching these people go on vacation. But yeah. at the same time, I was just yeah, bought in on it. Yeah, it was, it's really good. Like you just mentioned, though, I'm not even playing, bro. Every nightclub across the country should like start or end their night with that fucking theme song from fucking that second season, dude. Yeah. Every time it comes on, I'm like, dude, it, get that skip intro button and throw it into the goddamn ocean, baby. We're not gonna fucking watch the intro. We're bumping the intro up loud. I'm like, let's go. They bump it too. It's like it's, it's like double volume just on its own. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. they really do bump it. It's awesome, man. It's literally people just like doing like like the different echoes with like right. a fucking like a you know just a beat going in the background right. all the time. It's fucking it just drops, dude. It's just like yeah. <laughs> It yeah. fucking it, it bumps. I love it every time. And then they do that same like yeah, it's, it's like panting like interludes like all this like rhythmic panting shit. Yes, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Very very strange like trippy music the whole time. Yep, they do a great great job of uh, of building up the like the intensity in this show. Yeah, the uh, the creator. I don't know uh, if you ever seen any of those things. You see the creator guy at the end? Yeah, I watched the like the wrap up of this one, and then I, I know him from other shit too. So fun fact about that guy. Uh, I'm a big time Survivor fan. I've been a big time Survivor fan for my entire life. He was on Survivor. Really? Yeah. And he got all the way down to like right down to the very, very end. And then basically got excluded from the show. So you know how Survivor does their like their winner uh, announcements like live, like on air afterwards. Mm -hmm. So after like the show wraps, they go into all of their editing and stuff like that. Turned out he had snuck on vape pens onto the island and was just like sneaking off the entire time to go get high like the whole time. And it was so funny because we were, so Seth was still living here and Seth's another big survivor guy, right? So me and Seth are watching all the episodes together and they do like, you know, like the little personal interviews right. on the island. Every single interview, me and Seth would always be laughing like, this guy must be going swimming like with his eyes just wide open. <laughs> I'm like, because this guy's eyes are like so bloodshot. I'm like, I've never seen eyes as bloodshot before in my life. Guy was just high as hell. I couldn't believe it. But it came out afterwards. Me and Seth were dying laughing like, oh yeah. my God. That's like, what was going on. We're so oblivious we've been watching the show our whole lives. Me and Seth are so like, you know, just uh, naive. We're like, there's no way someone snuck weed onto the island. Sure enough. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> couldn't believe it though. He's mad funny. Yeah, yeah, he was in an um, interesting guy. He was in School of Rock. I don't know if you guys. Oh yeah, he's, uh, he's his, uh, the roommate. Yeah, Ned Schneebly. Schneebly. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. That's right. Yeah, he's that's, funny. Uh, that too. That's the only thing I know him from. I'm not a Jack Black guy. No, notoriously not a Jack Black guy. But that movie is yeah, School a, of Rock. It's an all timer. Yeah, yeah, it's an all timers. Right. I love that movie. Uh, let's dive into our last bit here. Yes. Yeah. Let's do the it. Last bit for the nights. We are going to be talking a little bit of Amsterdam. A movie that we talked about a little bit here on the podcast before. We were going to go check it out in theaters. But the early reviews were really lacking. Um, an absolutely star-studded cast. I actually got the cast. Christian Bale, Margaret Robbie, John David Washington, Taylor Swift, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, Robert De Niro, Mike Myers, Zoe Zaldana, Timothy Oliphant, Michael Shannon, and Chris Rock. I Damn. mean, my God. Yeah, that's a impressive the, the, one. Impressive one, yeah, no kidding. But like I said, the early reviews were not great. Then the regular reviews were not great. So I was, you know, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was something out that came out. It was either the same weekend, same time. I ended up checking that out. 
Then the following week, the reviews, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pass off on this for a little bit. Comes to HBO. As soon as the movie ended, my first thing, I looked at Steph right away. I was like, I have no idea what all the hate was about. I was like, that was by no means a bad movie. And people were dashing it. Like, really, really, really hot <laughs> on it. And I was just like, I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, maybe it was just me personally. I am a David O. Russell, the director. I'm a huge, huge fan of his. I mean, I, I love his work. I love The Fighter. I love American Hustle. I love Silver Lining Playbooks. I, I think he's great. This movie, my only takeaway when I came away from it, from like a negative standpoint, I was like, could it have been a little bit shorter? Sure. You could have trimmed a little bit of fat off of it. But then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, the scenes that were, say, fatty that you could have cut, I was like, at least they were spent with entertaining, good characters. So I was like, while it might have been a little bit extra, I didn't mind the scenes. I had a good time in them. You know what I mean? Just because I was like, I, I like these characters. I'll, I'll gladly spend, a, you know, five, ten minutes, whatever it is, with them. Just, you know, whatever it is. Just doing something dumb or silly or more story or whatever. I thought it was littered with good performances. I, I mean, from the leads, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and then uh, Ricky Jarrett, uh, David Washington. <laughs> I, I thought they all did a really good job, especially Christian Bale. I, I thought he was superb. Uh, David Washington, I thought, fit into this movie way, way better than he fit into Tenet. I'm a fan. I'm one of the biggest baller fans on the fucking planet. It's the best bad show ever made, and I'll say that till the day I die. <laughs> yeah. It's the best bad show of all I time. liked it, yeah. It's the best. It is the best bad television show ever made. Ricky Jarrett is one of the best reasons why. He's the man in that show. I want to love him so much as an actor. He's, you know, Denzel's son. The Tenet movie, uh, right away, one of my biggest takeaways was like, I don't buy him in this this role. This. I haven't seen Tenet yet. You haven't seen Tenet? Oh, I okay. haven't seen it yet. No big deal. I gotta, I really I gotta like check Tenet. it out, though. You really like Tenet? Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying at all, though? About like yeah. him in that role. I don't necessarily like buy him as like the gun-wielding his dad's role. kind of guy. Right. Even though Denzel's his dad... Yeah, just not. I don't know. That's just Denzel's role. I, think I feel. It might Denzel. Ten might have been one of the first ones I saw him in. Other than I think I saw the uh, Ballers with when he was Ricky Jarrett yeah. as well. But see, so t- I, it didn't bother me as much. I, that's why kind of how I see him honestly is like yeah? is like Tenet. Oh okay. But I thought right. this was kind of a stretch for him. I, really? I, I don't know. Perfect. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I, I, I had to hear that like I was surprised. Different he, views. Yeah, to, to see him and Christian Bale in like non-action role, I thought that was kind of like different. I don't know, even though they established them as being badasses at the beginning and they did their shit in the war. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Uh, they don't really, you know, they aren't strong or, like, doing anything spectacular. You know, they're, they're mostly right, being right, right, smart. Right. And, like, yeah, 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 in the movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, but actually, Ricky Jarrett fucks up a couple guys. He gets into a couple little hand fights, a couple little scraps. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He throws a couple guys around here and there. That's true, that's true. Christian Bale gets punched out by that one big white guy, and then he Carlton, yeah, Carlton, Carlton. yeah, yeah, you get, he, yeah. He bit, uh, Ricky Jack gives him the business. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think that I don't know. To me, I don't know if it's just because of the ballist thing with him. He's so good, just like conversationally. I feel like that might be just the role that I like him in. I think he's funny without trying to be funny. Sometimes, just the way he carries himself, his swagger, kind of smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah, smooth. I, I don't know. For some reason, him in this role to me, I just, I bought into it a lot more than I bought him to him in Tenet. I liked him a lot more than I liked him in, in Tenet. Uh, Margot Robbie's always awesome. I, I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting roles. I, I mean, there was a, a bunch of good ones. To me, 
Again, I always come back to her, man. I think this girl is the star of the screen for the foreseeable future. Anya Taylor-Joy is fucking something else, man. She is awesome. In this movie, I thought she was incredible. Right at the beginning, the first time we see her, she turns out to be Margot Robbie's sister, and she is just a total cold-hearted bitch without like any like censor at all. Like she's just talking openly bad about her, like constantly. Yeah. Just like calling for the butler. Like, what did I tell you about leaving me alone with her? You know what I mean? I thought she was hysterical. <laughs> and then when she finally gets that, she has a huge crush on Robert De Niro's character. She finally meets him. She's all over him. They go and meet like the bad guys and they're refusing to call him general and she just steps in and she's just like, he prefers general and fixes the bow tie on him. Oh my God, I was dying. I was (laughs) dying laughing. I was like, this girl's unbelievable. She's something else. I thought she was great. Uh, I thought her husband too was good. I thought Sammy Rollick was good. I thought Chris Rock had a cool role. Um, Mike Mike Myers and Michael Shannon as the... Yeah, the two uh, like MI6... Uh, yeah, U.S. and British intelligence yeah, guys. Intelligence, there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, honestly, I, 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 like I said, I didn't get what all the hate was about. I came away. I enjoyed it. I laughed. I was entertained throughout the entire movie. I never was just like, this is dragon. When is it going to end? Uh, I came away. I gave it uh, I gave it an 82, 8.2. Nice, nice little uh, B-. minus. I thought it was good. Like I said, dragged a little bit, but not like in a bad way. I, I, I liked it. I was a fan. What did you guys think of it? What did you guys get to make? We'll do. Um, I'd probably give it like a C, C plus. Okay. So I guess right in the same sort of area. Yeah, tiny, um, tiny, tiny, tiny not too much. Yeah, uh, so I, I like movies that are based off true stories. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, this isn't, I actually looked it up. It's not, it is sort of like loosely based off a true story. I was going to say that little part right in the be- like right right in the beginning. It said like a it year. It says like all of this or something is it was uh, everything that it was happened. 1933. Yeah, 1933. And then it said a lot of this actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Nero's character was the realist guy. Okay. Yeah. He, all right. The uh, the marine. Yep. Yeah, I liked. Uh, yeah, the uh, I don't know was historically accurate yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Based off a, a true story, um, I didn't like at the end of it. I was like, all right, I didn't, I don't really know what the whole like the depth of the story. I guess I wasn't wasn't really too sure. All right, about. Um, but then, like I said, basically I read, trying to draw a fucking United States into the Axis powers. Right, right, right. Mussolini, Stalin, and Hitler combo. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I, I like that it was loosely based off like true events. I like that stuff a lot. I thought Christian Bale was excellent. He's yeah. I, he is. Is just top notch in he my is. opinion. He's yeah, he's one of the best. Out one right of the best now. going, yeah, um, without a doubt. Crush his role, like Luke said. It's something that he doesn't normally do. Uh, I did also like him in The Big Short, though. He, he which he plays yeah. sort of a different. Yeah, kinda... I, I think Christian Bale's a man of everything, especially yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's done it all, right? I mean, but I guess just look yeah. at him in the fight. A perfect example. He's a fucking cracked out, yeah, fucking meth head, fucking meth head boxer. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? So yeah, I I thought he he did excellent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Spot of that one, too. Damn. I thought he played his role excellent. He was great. Uh, he was Margot great. Robbie. I think that three, the three main characters, I thought that was like good. Good repertoire between Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. Exactly. I thought that they worked really well together. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it wasn't like a movie where I was like blown away or anything. I didn't feel like it was too long. It was like, what, 214 or something. I was never like, all right, like I'm waiting for this to get going or yeah, sort yeah. of what's the point. Like I enjoyed it. Like you said, I think I got a couple good laughs out of it. Definitely. Definitely a little 
like Christian Bale. Yeah, exactly. He's he's uh he's he great. just played that role yeah. really well. Even his um, comment like his his monologuing throughout was was very good yeah, and entertaining uh, and stuff. Um I'm trying to think. Uh, how was I saying? Yeah, we got a couple good laughs out of it. Um Definitely. I, all I three of them of I thought they played a good role and then um I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, It'll come back to me. Yeah, we'll get there. Luki, thoughts? Yeah, I, I overall thought it was a really good movie. Um, really well shot, very funny, like you guys said. Uh, really good acting, like great actors and actresses, and like the ending really came together well. I think I think maybe that the big critique people are having with it is kind of like, to me at least, it would have been like the beginning pacing. Like they start off with the thing that you're going to be investigating, which is that like the murder. Of the, yep guy in the box and i felt like there wasn't really any reason to care that much about who this guy was or why he died you know right and it, i don't know it just like took a little while to i mean really, like understand day, though, what the I don't stakes we were, were ever really like too invested in that guy right but it, i don't know like for the first hour of the movie we were just curious about who killed this guy mm-hmm. and then and then it turned into access powers and like government overthrowments okay. and stuff. i get what you're saying so like, all it, right it, it got more intense as it went but i get what you're saying um, they were they were trying so hard to slow roll the like the clues to the mystery that they kind of slow rolled the story a little bit too much maybe. Okay, but that's fair. Overall, yeah, right. overall, I, like my interest for the actors and actresses, and like even though it wasn't historically accurate, it was a historical kind of based movie, which turns off some people. But I, I like that stuff and like the actors and actresses, and so it was easy for me to get through that. But I think that's probably what maybe messed up other people. Um, but overall, very very good. Um, I love the ending stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it or if what you guys' thoughts are, but those those eye drops seemed like it was maybe LSD or something. I thought it was what do you call it? Um, opium. That was my thought. okay. Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, they felt no pain. I know. So that was my big. And then why I went to opium. He's like, I saw everything. Yeah, like when that's he, an LSD thing, though. That's a yeah. good call. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, um, I don't that. know if you saw, but Remy Malik and Anya Taylor Joy's pupils were Huge. fucked. Yeah, yeah. massive. Yeah, yeah. They were, and then maybe for the whole movie, I, I couldn't be sure. I was watching some YouTube videos after where uh, nobody mentioned it in the YouTube videos, but they showed showed clips from the first time they met them, and they had pretty big pupils then too. oh did they too no shit yeah, they weren't like as obvious as the end where it was like a very well lit room and you can see it. i thought they did they, a great job with that twist yeah because they um they even when so christian bale obviously his character is a little um you know a little actually he says the word himself i think the best way to describe it is christian bale's character is a little kooky yeah yeah and then after he <laughs> meets sammy rollick who is margaret robbie's brother he says Remy, to her Remy your brother's a little kooky <laughs> yeah which I, in itself was hilarious to right. me i was like this guy's fucking getting off calling other people kooky like holy shit yeah who was he but it turned out that it was kind of almost like a sort of in a way like a riddle you know what i mean he was speaking in tongue but i, I actually yeah, really liked the, the twist i thought it worked out really well as soon as I mean, the second Sammy Rollick threw a number out of his mouth, again, I, it's my go-to. I, I just, I like snapped, looked at Steph. I was just like, oh shit. She was just like, whoa. I was like, did you hear what De Niro just said? He said, whoever pays me more to make the speech is the guy that's fucking coming after her. He just offered more to make a speech. And she was like, oh shit. And I was just like, yeah, this fucking shit's on. Maybe it's Sammy Rollick and Anya. Like, let's fucking, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I know, but it still didn't make it obvious, right? We still thought maybe they were trying to just yeah, them to not like incriminate themselves. Like, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. please don't do this suicidal act. Like, take this money and don't do it. Yeah. But, but yeah, in, in the end, he was he was the bad guy. Very How well. fucking cool was De Niro when he was making that speech? 
Yeah. Oh, and that uh, it's like the Oliphant shoots at him and he's just like, whoever's yeah. shooting at me is a coward. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Doesn't even flinch. It's kind of like, yeah, you know. That, uh, that, uh, I think that speech is like, well, obviously at the end you see it. It's like word for word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that was very cool. Then the credits. Yeah. Then the credits. I like that. Um, that was cool. What I was gonna say earlier, when I when I lost my train of thought, was that it was like a it was a different kind of movie because it's a, like it was just like Luke was saying, it wasn't like totally historical. Like she's like pulling metal out of the guy's mouth and stuff, and then she's like talking English after she was just talking. So I was just like, at one point, I was like, I don't even think I know what the fuck's going on because I went into this completely like I didn't know. I knew it was I thought it was like a mystery story. Right, right. So at the beginning, we're trying to figure out who got killed, and then obviously things just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, um, yeah, the twist at the end was was uh, a good one. Like I thought they yeah, they did a they good pulled job. It off. Yeah, I thought they did a good job executing that. So um, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was too long at all. Um, and like uh, I thought there was like a good little message in there too. Like he like they choose like he chooses to leave. Like they bring that up a couple times. David like it's a choice to do that. Stuff. Yeah, he yeah, always yeah. likes to implement. That's old school storytelling. You know what I mean? Like every story is supposed to have like a message. Yeah, like a little, uh, you know. So I, I like I enjoyed that little piece of it. Like at the end, he he could have went back with them and, and gone across, and he ends up choosing to stay and, and do what he needs to do. So I, I thought that was a uh, pretty cool. I liked how that he even said like I, he even says like I could have gone with them, and then it shows for like a quick second like him running. Yeah, off that's why them. I kept getting all fucked up. It gives, yeah. you, that little, yeah. it gives you that little moment of yeah. like what you hope for. Like right. New, yeah, they kept doing that, that to me though. They did that in like the middle of the movie yeah, I think, yeah, a couple yeah. times or like something would happen or he'd like be explaining something and then like it was just like i, I was like I, yeah. I, thought, I was like am i tripping right now like <laughs> i couldn't i was trying i was having a tough time distinguishing what really was going on from gotcha. what was you know what i mean yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I, I didn't that didn't like take away from my experience i was just like oh all right i gotta kind of lock well, it in a little bit fair. i did the, the shooting them in the face thing at the end like uh, oh yeah that like where she yeah Margot yeah, Robbie, she, yeah imagine exactly. yourself shooting then, them yeah. and I'll but then they all seem fine it was just very just yeah, yeah. The they're just like oh my god what did you do we just had him and then it like snaps back and she's like yeah i was just thinking about shooting them in the face and i was like all right so what's actually going on right now you know what i mean um but it was now also you say that i could see how that could not be for everybody and not that it wasn't for me. Yeah, I just yeah. like I had I w- I wasn't expecting it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you start off, it's like a mystery. Like Christian Bale's a little quirky, so like all right, we're kind of trying to work through that. And then like something would happen, and then it would flash back, and it'd be like all right, that didn't really happen. I'd be like all right, so what is actually going on right now? <laughs> you know? Um, and I also like the little uh, I don't know what it was, but the little thing about the birds with Michael Shannon. Mike <laughs> oh, Myers, the bird watching. Yeah. The bird watching shit. Like I, I just thought that was just so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're just like. Like, like you would think they're kind of like talking in code, but they're not. They're just right. like they're talking dead serious about yeah. it, about the cuckoo in the nest and everything. Yeah. And then he calls him out about uh, Re- uh, Remy oh, calls him out. And he's exa- like, yes, yes, I think yes. that that would be someone who would do that. And I was like, oh, the bird guys. I was like, they've got to be coming back into the picture because they're talking about birds. So <laughs> then I was like, what did they have to do with this? So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was well done, yeah. well executed. You know. Luke, did you have something else you were going to say a second ago? Um, no, I, I was going to say, you know that those bird jokes probably have uh, have a lot more to them, too. Like, it seems like just funny, like, surface-level yeah, stuff. Yeah, panther, but... You know, that's like deep bird knowledge yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, like those yeah. Like, bird for the Reddit pages. Yeah, bird for the jargon. Pages. Yeah. yeah so. For the fucking... I didn't understand uh, anyone, but... Yeah, but even them just, like you said, just bringing it back to birds. Everything relates back to watching a bird. Yeah, Some talking about, like, they, they bought all the cuckoos or whatever. And how <laughs> yeah. it, or, no, they're talking about how the... Uh, 
the cuckoo is how he says. Well, I guess now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, he calls Remy Malik a cuckoo, and then they talk about how the cuckoo moves into the nest and, and invades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So steals that. Yeah, steals yeah, yeah. Which is basically what, what they were trying to do with the the yeah, point actually, of the movie. Oh, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I, I liked how they kept like they got the birds on the table. They're like, yeah, this is a you know so and so bird that just like, like yeah. you know what the hell. Yeah, and like at the end when they're gonna put them in witness protection, they're like, oh yeah, there's there's like a blue headed something something migration that comes in every year. Yeah, they're talking like, about the yeah. birds about it. Like, yeah, the they're on the dog. The yeah, it's like everything comes back to that. That's yeah. like one of the last lines. Yeah. Too funny. But no, I really enjoyed this one. I actually yeah. think that the um, actually. What did you guys think? Taylor Swift, the, the the murder of Taylor Swift there. The beginning. I know. That's an exalt. That. Surprising. That, yeah. I couldn't believe it when she got run over by the car. Oh, right, right, too. Oh, All right, right, yeah. That was my reaction. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tay-Tay. Oh, man. I, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Just guys run over real quick. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that, that's when I sort of like, not that I wasn't paying attention, but I was just like, I was just watching, and then they she gets pushed into the street, and a car runs over, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So I locked in a little bit more after that. But, yeah, uh, that got me good. But yeah, I mean, there was a few times in this movie where it got me like that, so I was kind of saying already, but there's yeah. a few times where I sat for I feel like maybe if they made it into a longer thing, like maybe like a four episode series or six episode series, it's it could have been series. better. Yeah, like they, I feel like they were just throwing all these disconnected things at us so fast that, like I said, they were trying to slow burn the mystery, but slow burn the story too much, and it was like it took too long to start seeing the the connections, which. Seems to be like the main main reason why people didn't like it. Yeah, true. I, I don't know. For me, to me, it was just kind of like almost establishing why character. I don't know, like why characters trusted the characters that they trusted. Yeah, kind of. No, it it yeah. worked it, by the end. Like for, for sure. instance, um, like so, right actually, right after right after Taylor Swift dies, right, the, a, is when Christian Bale does the big flashback to the war, right? Yeah. For instance, like that scene, you hypothetically could have just been like. We served together and Margot Robbie like saved our lives and you could have done it like in 30 seconds and kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I felt like them actually like going in and, and drawing you the whole picture and what Margot Robbie went through to actually like save them, her dealing with her superiors. Yeah. I, I, I thought the whole thing was just, I mean, not just entertaining, but I thought it helped. You felt like we were saying, the repertoire between the three characters, right? I thought it was strong, and I felt like it was scenes like that that made it strong. It well, felt yeah. like there was a real bond there between the three of them. It was because of scenes like that. The hospital scenes, while gross, I actually oh yeah, again, I, I, I did mean to say that. I thought they were pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie, I, I was can't. A little bit. So I'm a little squeamish when it comes to eye shit, and at the be- he's like fucking with his eyes. He's got all the scratches and shit. I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. dude, this is gonna if they're fucking, they keep zooming in on his eye i'm not gonna be able to watch this movie mm-hmm. but um no i thought the scene where he first first meets uh chris rock and the other guy in the general because the general oh, like, i'm great. just i just want people to come in and yes. just respect like i thought that was an awesome scene that was i thought it. that was good and, and christian bale's just like plays a kind of a, a goofy guy in yeah, the movie. yeah so like the way he introduces awesome. himself he's like yeah i'm i'm this guy from yeah. Brooklyn, I've got a wife, and like I'm, I'm really not here to. My like, in-laws sent me off to die. Yeah, yeah, my in-laws. Like, yeah. Everything about that sounds good, except for the in-laws. Thing, yeah, but I think that's why I trust you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that a lot. Like, yeah, my, I'm pretty sure my in-laws sent me here to die, and he's like, all right, and that's how they basically just started trusting each other. Yeah. They were soldiers together. They got wounded together. And like an all black battalion. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. Chris I, Rock was hysterical that whole yeah, time. Yeah, Chris Rock Chris was Rock hysterical. Was dying, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah. He is funny. It's all like his kind of jokes, too. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I'd rather have five white brothers die before one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like all the same shit he would say in his comedy routines. Yeah. Um, but no, like I said, I, I thought I just, I get that there were some things that people, you know, might not be for everybody. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of, you know, too much story, extra scenes, a little long. I just don't get how that turns over to the ratings that this movie's getting, man. Because right. people are just shooting. They lost a lot of money. Down. It did. And it's, I just don't get it. Because to me, like, as soon as I came away, I was like, not only did I not think that was a bad movie, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was good. I'll gladly go and watch it again, you know, whatever, a year from now or two years from now, whatever it whatever it is. If it's on HBO and I'm looking for something to watch, I'll, I'll dive back into it again. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I really genuinely didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah. It only got 29.2 million at the box office. And it was, it was 80 million production budget and 70 million marketing budget. That is low, man. So yeah, so that shows <laughs> they're, they're projected to lose at least hundred million. They're in the red. Early yeah, reviews can so kill you, man. Them. You know what I mean? That also goes to show why movies do you know these fucking backstory drama campaigns like um, Don't Worry, Darling does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's free marketing. If you have this person sleeping with this person and this person's mad at this person, people go to True. see the movie just to go see that shit. You know what True. I mean? Yeah, see him on the big screen. Smart. Exactly. Yeah, it's why it's it's free marketing. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, like I said, I, I gave it an eighty-two. Ledoux was a little bit lower than me. Luke, do you, you have like an actual grade? I know you're working on your scale over there. You've been, you've been I know. I don't, I don't know what to. Like, I don't know what to think. But uh, yeah, I, I gave it a B minus. All right, so we're in this. Okay, we're yeah. all in the same range. We're all yeah. in the same range. We're all in the same yeah. range. Uh, yeah, B minus. I thought it was good. Like you said, rewatchable, uh, recommendable. I, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Maybe like I, like I said, I think the fact that I love all those actors and that I don't mind the old. Historical kind of stuff. Like you couldn't kept turn me, kept your me head in. without a new actor coming off the yeah. screen, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Right. Most people crazy. are into that. Some people don't really care, though. They're like, they, that's you know, true. Half those people are, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I think it's worth the watch just for the trio, the the three, you know, Bale, Margot Robbie, and Washington. I think that's definitely worth it. And I think if you go into it with no real expectations of this is how or this is what this movie is supposed to be or what I'm expecting, you'll definitely enjoy it. I think actually, you know what the best thing you can do is actually, if you want, almost ignore everything that we just said. Go into the movie with the lackluster expectations from the critics <laughs> and watch it and that then, way. Yeah. Then you're going to be like, hey, yeah, it was pretty damn good. Yeah, exactly. Instead of listening to us and we're sitting here saying, hey, don't listen to the critics. They stink. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it didn't blow me away, but it was like an enjoyable movie. You know, I thought the performances were good. The, yeah. the you know, cinematography was well done. I never was, thought I it went too, too long. Nope. You know, good twist. So, like we said, the twist worked. Yep. Uh, like, I, I can't. I really do. I, I mean, I keep coming back. Christian Bale was awesome. He was definitely the star of the show, which I saw a couple of weeks ago. I remember seeing uh, Christian Bale said something in, uh, in an interview that was basically just like, you know, any single job in Hollywood that any of us get, it's always secondhand because it comes after a Leo rejection. <laughs> and I was just like, I get that for a lot of guys, like a lot of guys. I was like, Christian Bale should just not be in this category. No, I don't I think like, so Christian either. Bale is like the cream of the crop. Yeah, he him and Leo actually, I would say they're the they're, they're my one and one A right now as far as best in the game right now. I would say so. Yeah, 
pretty elite. Pretty yeah, I'd elite. have to see like a list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one in one A. I'd be able to be like, all right. I can, <laughs> oh, I can run you through. I mean, at least my like my personal best. I mean, Bradley Cooper's right there. He, he's not far behind. Tom Hardy's also right there. He's not far behind. Yeah, Tom Hardy. I'm a big fan of. Uh, Ryan Gosling, while being amazingly talented, he's a little bit off that. But then the fact that he's built like a Greek god from Earth. <laughs> bumps him up a couple uh, spots a couple for you. Spots. Yeah, he's also the most beautiful human that's ever lived. So. Speaking of Tom Hardy, real quick, have you seen Bronson or Bronson? I think it's Bronson. Bronson's the Bronson. Oh shit! Yeah, which um, that's the boxing one. Is it? Is it the box? Is it? It's. Um, I've seen it. But. He's in. That's not the fighting one, is it? No, he's in jail, but he does a shit ton of fighting in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, yes. It's about the prisoner in England or something. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. That weird that. fucking movie. That was a wild. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, it's a weird fucking movie. That was a wild. Hardy just running around with his fucking dick out yes. for a lot of the movie. Yeah, it's like dude, that was a wild. Yeah, it's okay, crazy. Tommy. He's that like painting, and it was it was definitely. <laughs> It was an interesting movie to watch for sure. Yeah, yeah. I need right. to watch that again. I've only seen it once. That was a wild one. It was a wild one. I, w- I wasn't ready for <laughs> for all of it. <laughs> I wasn't ready for all of that. <laughs> um, like I was saying, Christian Bale. I mean, he he's awesome in this. And then, like I said, I, I think Anya Taylor Joy was, even though she's you know limited role, maybe you know twenty thirty minutes on screen. I thought when she was on the screen, she every time she was on it, she kind of stole the scene from me. I think she's incredible. I really, really do. We talked about her. I've talked about her a good amount on this podcast already, but I think she is she is the future, I, I think. I think Elite. she's awesome. Yeah, I really do. I think she's incredible. And uh, like I said, Sammy Rollick is a guy that I actually didn't have too high opinions of, but I, I thought he was really good in this. This was probably actually my favorite Sammy Rollick role. I, I really enjoyed him in this. I thought he was good. I hated that fucking Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I fucking hated it. I can't believe I thought won an award. I, I, it's stunning to me. I didn't see that one, but oh, he was good as a villain in the Bond movie. I thought so, too. Oh, I haven't the seen Time that. Time to Die. I haven't seen yeah. that. Is yeah. good in that one? Yeah. Is that one of the good Bond ones? Yeah, it's the yeah. newest one. I think it's good. All right. Yeah, I enjoyed all the Bonds pretty much. Most of the new ones, I think. I gotta check it. I, uh, I've never been a Bond there's, guy, there's but I do know that there's much been a better than the others. People have said the last one I saw was the one uh, Casino Royale was really good. I saw the one right after that that sucked ass. Quantum of Solace, I think that was the yeah, worst one. Yeah, that was the one. Then the third awful. one, Spectre. I like Spectre, I and seen I think it. the last one was uh, the one with right. Well, there's also Skyfall. There Skyfall's in there, in there which Sky, is which uh, is my favorite one. No, you're right. Okay, so that's what it is. It's uh, Spectre's bad, right? Spectre is. It's considered a lesser one, but yeah, some people like it, and it's it's I huge think for Sky this recent my favorite too. Skyfall, who's the one where he defends his house at the end? Yes, it's like old family home. And who's the uh, who's the villain in that one? I think that's the first one that uh, the guy, the Tarantino guy, is in. Right? Oh, not uh, not my guy, not Roth. Is yeah. Roth? Oh. Roth and James Bond. No. Oh, I was say, get you know the guy I'm thinking of. He, he he kills him at the end in the church with uh, mom or whatever they call her. Yeah, I'm struggling. Is it um, Mads Michelson? It's the guy Mads that plays. Wilson? No, that's Casino Royale. Who's the guy that plays? Uh... You guys are naming a lot of people I like right now. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's going on here? Ah, uh, Raul Silva. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, uh, that's who it is. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Yeah, Raul Silva. Who yeah, is the that? Same, same guy that plays the bad guy in No Country for Old Men. Yes, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Javier Bardem. Right, I got you. Yeah. All right. He put, he's, the, uh, he's like the bad guy. Yeah, he's yeah, good. No, those, those are definitely worth a watch. Quantum of Solace, I agree. Quantum of Solace was definitely shit. Um, Casino Royale was good. Was really Quantum good. of Solace yeah, was yeah. shit. I think Skyfall, that's then it's three. Spectre, and then it's the newest one. Yeah. 
But I feel like Remy, uh, Remy Malik, Remy Malik, right? Um, he like I don't want to. He's I think that role suits him. The kind of like a high strung weirdo. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, I mean? think you're wrong. Yeah, uh, which I feel like he kind of plays in the Bond movie a little bit too, like a sort of a just a weird dude yeah, trying to take over the world. Same yeah, shit. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Same, same <laughs> yeah. fucking same role. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that's on HBO now. I, I would go check it out. Uh, I really would because, like I said, I, I don't, I, I don't get the hate. Even I think both of you guys both just presented me with little tidbits that I could say, okay, I get why somebody wouldn't like that and would take some points off. But like I said, for these scores to be as low as they are, I just I don't get five it. Five point something, like I do not. Fifty-eight percent. Rotten Tomatoes. It's weird, or maybe even less. I think it was like thirty something. I don't know. I thought it was really good. Um, but we have uh, there's a new movie that just came out on HBO today that everyone's been talking all about. It's with um, Colin Farrell, and then um, he plays Mad Eye Moody in Harry Potter. He's in a bunch of things. Gleason, Brandon Gleason. Oh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's getting a lot, a lot of nominations for a lot of awards. Like actually, Luke was just mentioning Best Actor for Colin Farrell, Best Supporting the, Actor, the Banshees of yes. Oh, Banshees of uh, Erishman or something like that. Yeah, Inisherin. Erishman. Yeah. Um, that's one that I'm probably going to send out, especially to you, Luke, because you're uh, now pretty much a part of the regular scheduling programming. All right. Um, you know that we might come in to 20, uh, 2023 mm. with. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it looks good. I love this. Uh, yeah, like you said, Brendan Gleeson, you got that right. And then um, that guy, Barry, Barry Keoghan, or Keoghan, I don't know how to say Was his he name. Was that was nominated? Um, he's, he's in the cast. Oh, all right. I'll say, I know it's two, it got two male. So Colin Farrell was nominated for Best Support, uh, for Best Lead Actor. Then mm-hmm. Gleeson and a second guy were both nominated for Best Supporting Actor. And they also had a woman for Best Supporting Actress. They hmm. had four different actor actresses nominated. Oh yeah, yeah pretty impressive. Here. Yeah, pretty impressive. But people are liking it a lot. It's on HBO now, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Uh, Avatar Two: Way of Water. I think we're going to be checking that out. Um, but I think those are just a couple things that I would recommend the audience maybe goes ahead and tries to check out ahead of our uh, next episode. Yeah, and buff up on your Christmas stuff. That's right. That's right. Oh, I love Christmas. I think so. You're a big Christmas guy? Big, yeah, I love Christmas. Oh, Christmas is my favorite holiday, 100%. I wish I would have known that. Nah, it's all right. I'll be able to ask you before I asked our new guy to come pop in. When are you going to reveal the guests? At the end here, or just he's going to show up? Nah, he'll just show up. He'll just show up. <laughs> what's yeah. your guys' last thing? Number one Christmas movie? Top of the list for oh, you? Christmas Vacation. Okay. Christmas Vacation. Luke? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, without I, think, doubt. I think I answered that last time, but I'm going to have to probably change it. Christmas I don't know. Figures. There's nothing that I'm really like passionate about. There's no like epic Christmas movie, but I love Elf. Yeah, Elf definitely. Uh, I really like The Grinch. I think is a solid one. The Jim Carrey. Jim one? Carrey. Ron Howard. I don't even think I've seen that all the way through. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's I know probably like, every line of that one. Yeah. I saw that one in theaters as a kid, and then like I've seen it a hundred times. Honestly, gets funny almost with age. I think to be honest, I think it's less of a kids movie and almost more for more of an adult movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it, it is a lot right. of the jokes you like realize that this. There's a second hand to all of the jokes. Yeah. Uh, hang on. It's like a little SpongeBob episode. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. it is. There's yeah. a lot of that in there. Yeah. yeah. But no, nah, me, I, dude, I can, I, legitimately, I can quote almost the entire Christmas Vacation movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was on last night. I think I threw it on for a little bit. It's, it's a great one. It's impossible to match. I've seen it. My parents, dude, my parents stopped watching that movie in like July, bro. They've seen that movie so many times. I love it. Um, 
I think that's going to wrap it up for us as far as Amsterdam and tonight's show, I believe. Yeah. Anything else for Amsterdam or anything like that? No, I got. That's all I got. Uh, That's going to wrap it up for us here tonight, episode 18. We will be back here with you guys next week for our very special Christmas episode, which I'm very excited for. That should be a good time. So if you guys, uh, if any of you guys checked uh, our Halloween episode, I would say be be on the lookout for something like that. If you enjoyed that one, this one's going to be right up your alley. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, that'll be coming to you guys, like I said, probably, hopefully next Friday, as long as, you know, like I said, as long as that works with Luke and our other guests. But uh, plan for next Friday. Uh, as always, thank you guys for watching. I ask that you please, please, please share the show around to your friends. Uh, just try to get the word out. You know what I mean? That, that's where we need the most help. Consider it a Christmas gift to me. <laughs> subscribe to the channels, especially the YouTube page, because as soon as you subscribe to that YouTube page, you are instantly off uh, entered into our giveaway contest. You can win a nice little $40 AMC gift card. Um, but, you know, leave a comment, leave a review. All of that stuff helps. Thank you for tuning in as always, though. Thank you to Mr. Luke Kleinen on the ones and twos. Couldn't do a show without you, bud. Like I said, my partner in crime as of late. Of course. So many episodes lately, buddy. Banging them out. Banging I them love out. it, man. It's a good time. I know. You know, and I appreciate, you know, you, you texting me all week long. Yeah. Got ideas, this, that. He's got the notes over there, too. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate it. I love that there's some, you know, Luke is taking a real interest in it. It means it really genuinely does mean a lot to me. And I, I, I like that he loves it. So, it, it, of course, awesome. man. I'm surprised. I, I thought I would. I don't know, it stressed me out or something. And I, I definitely was stressed out the first few times, but now I'm, I'm just enjoying it. Just a little it's a nerves, time. baby. Just yeah. a little nerves. Oh, yeah. I was nervous as shit the first few times I walked into my carrots. Granted, it's because he's a fucking psychopath, and I thought he was going to fucking cut my head off if I did <laughs> yeah. wrong. Well, yeah, you're not wrong there. Either. A lot more lenient to you. Yeah, exactly. If you screw up here, don't worry about it. I'm almost expecting people to screw up. I'm shocked that we haven't yet. <laughs> I'm sure some of these technical difficulties were, in, uh, were not helped by my... Low level of skill oh, here. I don't think that you were going to do that. I think it was having some funky issues. But uh, to our co-host this evening, Mr. Ledoux, thanks for coming, bud. It was it's good, good to, to be have back. You. Yeah, it's yes. good to be here. And Smash we're gonna, that uh, like button, hit subscribe, baby. That's right. You know what to do. Smash. That's right. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna send up more shows in the future. Do some more Absolutely. classic rewinds. Oh, I'd love to. Last of Us, January, Mandalorian, <laughs> February. You can get in on the recaps. Uh, but that's going to do it for us here this evening. Thank you guys for all tuning in. And we will see you guys next week for a very special Christmas episode. Good night.